Hello guys and girls and welcome to episode 87 of the F Reality podcast. This is a weekly VR, AR and MR talk show live streamed every Saturday on YouTube, Facebook and on Twitch. You can tune into the show live at 7pm in Europe, 6pm in UK and 12 midday in Central US. You can also check out the audio version which is available on iTunes, SoundCloud and on Anchor. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to our YouTube channel or leave us a nice review on iTunes. That would really help us out. I hope everyone's having a nice weekend so far. Thanks for joining us live in the chat. We really appreciate you getting involved in the discussion with us every week. If you've got any questions, comments, or feedback during the show, put them in the chat. We'll try to answer as many questions as we can. Happy Star Wars Day to everyone, by the way. It is May the 4th, so may the 4th be with you all. Uh, so I thought it's only fitting that I do like a little star wars themed intro for everyone this week so <laughs> i knew it i knew that was gonna come <laughs> i always wait for the theme so you ready for this no uh, no <laughs> first up if you play hollow chess with this guy for god's sake just let him win you wouldn't want this wookie to get rowdy it's the rowdy guy he's adorable <laughs> but will bite your face off how you doing, man? You're right. I, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I, it's indeed. It's actually because of your post that I realized it was May the fourth. That's how. That's how like off zoned I am uh, at the moment. But uh, yeah, May the fourth be with everyone. Very nice. Very nice. I think I, I picked the right one. You know, a Wookie. You know, a Chewbacca for you. I think that was yeah. good. Good character choice. Of course. Uh, of course. Rest, rest in peace. I can't believe the actor's gone. But um, my oh, wife I said. Know. My wife said uh, the one. The one good thing about that kind of fame. Is it, you know, just like, um, uh, just like our friend Viper, you can know, walk down the streets of Dublin and nobody knows who he is. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you go, yeah. go, go down to Tesco's and uh, nobody's going to be the wiser. So anyway, rest in peace, that guy. Well, when you see someone swearing at like an apple, you probably know that it's Viper, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, next, this next guy, always extravagant, a fine pilot and a great friend. He's the Lando Calrissian of the group. Of course, it's Nathy. How you doing, man? You all right? Oh well, thank you. I, I didn't. I didn't expect this. I was. I was waiting for. Uh, for something else. Something horrible. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, one of the annoying. Like, one of the. One, one of the annoying characters in in Star Wars. Yeah, it, like it, uh, Jar Jar well, Binks or something. Yeah, Jar Jar. I was. I was. Uh, yeah, I was expecting Jar Jar Binks. Binks. Seriously, no good. one deserves Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, no, no one deserves Jar Jar. <laughs> No, I thought Lando was a good choice. Thought yeah. Lando was a good choice for you. Oh, very, very extravagant, you know, with your your Nike Air mags and stuff like that. You kind of like that Lando esque character. I, I kind of feeling oh. that from you. I, I am, I am from the future in the end, and I travel with light speed. So, <laughs> excellent, very good, very good. So next up, as this guy's at the helm of this fine vessel, navigating the depths of the internet to deliver this latest VR news to you, it's only fitting that this next guy is Han Solo. It's, of course, Zimtok5. How are you doing, man? You all I'm, right? I'm great. That means I went with it with Leia. Jesus, yeah. yeah what the heck? Like, why do I get Chewbacca? Like, God damn you're, you're, like... you're the kind of crazy one that, like, you know, likes to hit people. So I yeah. think it's kind of <laughs> That's all I'll be saying this episode. It's all right. No, no, no. That was a fantastic fitting, Mike. I am, I am, uh, <laughs> I am very pleased to be Han Solo. But I think that does mean I need to do a stint in Carbonite at some stage. Which um, might get a little bit cold uh, up north. Yeah. It's okay. We're used to that. With uh, you know, when we do our annual barbecue, and my 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 Portuguese friend reminds me that twelve degrees is not summer weather. Um, that's twelve <laughs> degrees centigrade for our American listeners. 
um, but no, it's been a, it's been a good week. Mike, as I said, spent about five hours cutting the yard. So, uh, backs uh, in crunching mode. Yeah. Nice. Good to hear it. Good to hear it. If you've got any other suggestions, by the way, for what characters we should be, let us know in the chat. Yes. Yes. We have um, one. Mike, Mike is a, a little, little Ewok. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was thinking, like, I would be maybe more like, you know, C-3PO, you know, because people have called me a droid yes. before, like an android. Yeah, because you, you got no hair. Got yeah. no hair. You got the dome, man. You got the dome to fit that, Bill. So. Exactly but, right. But on the other side, Mike could also just live in a in a, in a tiny treehouse, too. So. That is very true. I would love to be an Ewok, actually, because they're very cute and cuddly, and I'm, I'm down with that. <laughs> or job at a hut? Oh, okay, oh, okay. No one deserves the job. No and and, and, and Rowdy's going to be chained to uh, Mike, then. I'll yeah, be, so I'll he's be gonna Princess be Leia. Leia. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the pretty one. With, with the bikini on. Oh my god. Someone's saying that there is a shape-shifting bounty hunter called Zam, and that I apparently should be that person. But I've never mm. heard of Zam. That sounds awesome. Nice. Zam. I was actually thinking about, like, Boba Fett maybe is as your character. So oh. it, was a, it was a tough choice. Yeah, Boba Fett, oh. I can see where you would go with that. But um, someone also saying that Mike's Darth Maul. And actually, I can see it with a bit of face paint. Ooh, Mike can totally yeah. do a Darth Maul. That's true. I've got a dark side. <laughs> you're good at saber. You're good at beat saber in a way that only Darth Maul is. <laughs> so basically, everything without hair works. Exactly. Exactly. So let's move on from Star Wars references. Let's talk about this week's show because we've got an amazing week uh, lined up for you in terms of news. Uh, we've got not one, not two, but three new VR headsets launching. So we've got a jam-packed episode for you. We're going to be talking about, obviously, the launch of Rift S and Quest. Zim's going to give you the lowdown on the latest releases to look forward to next week. And then finally, we're going to be talking about the launch of the highly anticipated Valve Index as well. So it's going to be a very heavy hardware Juicy. sort of podcast, but you'll definitely want to stick around for the whole of the show um but first of course let's find out what everyone's been playing in vr this week and the highlight of the week and of course rowdy is up stepping up to the plate first yeah um so uh i played with the quest uh i i actually i i did a, a video on the quest as well face your fears uh, i know that you played that as well mike but you're going to mm -hmm. be probably talking about that later on wait uh, face your fears two right face your fears, yeah. fears two yeah. very yeah. strange though we we picked the same experience but we both had a different experience. Yeah, oh. right. Yes. Completely different. Oh. Completely different. Completely yes. different. So we, we haven't really, like, I don't, I don't know how they do it. I don't so, know how it's done. So my guess is that it's not procedural, but there are maybe different stories and they just get picked at random when you start a new game. So the story yeah. thread was, like, it's not just level layout. Like, literally. No, no, the, the story was completely different. So level layout had some similarities, but were different in the way they played. What? For example, yeah. Mike Mike started driving in a car and he crashed. Well, I was in a van and someone was operating cameras on the inside of the apartment of, of the house. Yeah, completely the different. Hell? That's and awesome. Something went wrong with the cameras, and then I had to go inside. That so is the like, most exciting thing. Like, and when, how did you guys realize that? Just watching each other's videos? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were like, wait, wait, because I, I was first convinced that he chose a different, because you had like two experiences you could choose from, but I was convinced that Mike chose the other one, but he said, no, I choose the exact same one. Yeah. So that was... Uh... When you begin the game, there's two experiences. One is the tutorial and one is the main game. Huh. Yeah. Um, and, and, and Rowdy's exactly right. Like, although, you know, each playthrough will probably take you about an hour. Um, but yeah, like you said, I started off in a car and I was looking for my sister and you started in like a surveillance van where you were operating cameras monitoring a house or something and then although we were in parts of it in the same mansion there was different mm -hmm. stuff going on and i experienced different fears 
than what Rowdy experienced. Yeah, so that's it, so it, cool. That is really yeah, very weird. cool. Like, right? what great game design. If that's actually at the back of this, I... We, we're not 100% sure of it because we don't know exactly you know, what, what triggered what. Um, but it's strange that we had a different experience. Well, so you got different builds or something. That's weird. Yeah, I, I don't know. What is this for, a, for a dark sorcery? Mm. And this huh? is the thing, like uh, Turtle Rock, the developers of the game, you know, they haven't even released an official trailer or any details about this game just yet. It's only because of the fact that we've got like a press access uh, sort yeah. of build of the game that we were even able to play it. But it's the full game on the press access. So, But they did, they did, they did Left 4 Dead as well, right? So Left 4 right. Dead had an AI director and it had set pieces that would be different, different pathing based on the playthrough. It wasn't always the same path. So this is like, you know, 10 years later. Right? Wasn't that like 2009 that they released Left 4 Dead 1? Um, mm -hmm. It's it's not surprising that they would be pulling similar tricks out of their bag. That's awesome. Yeah. What? Yeah. And the thing is, like, you know, of, of course, there's loads of jump scares in the game that's like <gasps> completely obvious. Um, but one of the really clever things I just wanted to highlight about this game is they, they, they use subtle things in a very interesting way like uh direction like mis misdirection so mm. they'll 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 make you look over here and then mm. set up something over here to jump time. at you <laughs> and then they also do this thing where if you pick an object up with your hands sometimes behind that object will crawl a spider on your virtual hand and you you just can't help but like freak out when that happens and you just want to like shake it off <laughs> please don't keep making I, I, that I motion squealed. i squealed because i'm not used to horror games either and i i literally squeal through the video um wow. so yeah fun, fun fun title the thing that i've actually been playing to most was uh ping pong i've been <laughs> i've been playing like 40 ping maybe pong. 50 no even more i think i because i already played like roughly an hour yesterday and I played another like two hours on another day of uh, Racket Fury. I've been just nice. like, you know, ping ponging away the entire time. It's so cool to do that, I think, and that you can actually um, get that response time. Because I always find that hard to have that in virtual reality to uh. get that response feeling. But they really, really did that well. I had so much fun in that. Sorry, did you mm. say, is that Racket Fury? Racket Fury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played, it, I played it on PC and it was really good. As you said, like really feels, feels like a real ping pong ball. Yeah. Playing record like playing ping pong with a record, yeah. while being no. furious. Well, no, it's, it's a ping pong table with it's, a ping pong. Yeah, okay. ping pong table. Okay. Um, table just, times. just by the way, just before we move on, one of you is 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 feedbacking some phone thing, interference. Yeah, so I, I, I can, I the, can I hear it. So if you've got your phone on, just be wary of that. It's not so close to your mic. Um, but then let's move on. Then so you played Racket Fury uh, and you enjoyed that one, Rowdy. You'd recommend yeah, it? A lot, a lot. Okay. I really, I mean, not in terms of like visuals and that kind of stuff. It's not really that amazing. I mean, they, they have like robots that are like playing against you and you can also play against other people. But at the moment, oh, yeah. that's not really that uh, that feasible. Um, but uh, in terms of gameplay, if you, if you like table tennis, definitely, definitely. Nice, nice. Okay, then what about you then, Nathie? What do you want to sort of highlight this week? Well, first let's let's go to the chat. Sure. Um, uh, VR uh, Boogie tried uh, uh, Falcon Age. Uh, mm. Hussein uh, um, dove into uh, Ren Ren Renji on Go. That's oh, a yeah, that's a sweet yeah. as a puzzle puzzle title. Um, Doctor Oculus played. Uh, uh, it says Tea Time Golf. <laughs> must mm. must Sounds be the good. name then. Um, and home played baseball. Okay, seems uh, legit. Uh, and Michael uh, um, checked out Ghost Giant. Great game. Oh, um, great game. 
and Watto um, played some Garn and Project Cars. And then last but not least, uh, Buck played Arbs VR Reborn with the one and only uh, Zimtok 5. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yes, so what did I play? Um, I also uh, uh, got a Oculus Quest up front. Um, and um, I, um, I dove into First Steps. That's the tutorial of the quest. I also played mm. a bit of Bait and also Beat Saber. And, and that's it. I've been only, you know, looking into the settings of the quest, what you can do with it. So I haven't played that much um, yet. But um, let me talk about the introduction uh, of the Oculus Quest because I do think it deserves a highlight. Um, Absolutely. It's Yeah, so it's the tutorial. It pretty much shows off what the headset and its controllers are capable of. You could compare it to uh, uh, the uh, Oculus Rift uh, introduction called First Contact. It also has a little bit of a mix of toy box in there and also the lab. So it's, 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 it's a mishmash of all kinds of uh, um, tutorials, I would say. And it's it's super fun. So I'm not going to completely spoiler it because I, I, I do think everyone who uh, gets a quest should just, Good. you know, experience it uh, for themselves. So let me just skip the start of what's what's happening inside. But um, I, I can definitely talk about the two mini games you can try. Um, so there are two cartridges you can uh, put into a, a little uh, console. And uh, one is a, a dancing experience, and the other one is a wave shooter. Uh, I think the, the the dancing one is is the best you can you can go for. It's amazing. You're basically dancing with yourself. There is this robot <laughs> that you boot up, and then you discover that it's you you're dancing with. But that doesn't seem obvious at the start, since this robot can also move by itself. So sometimes you're you're playing with someone that looks like you but then other moments it just does its own thing so it's this magical illusion you're 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 dancing with and it's it's so fun you can grab its hands and then spin it around and since since you're 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 uh you're on the oculus quest it's a standalone vr headset so you don't need to worry about wires or anything so after a while, it's like, hey, let's freestyle. Let's just do do our own little dance, and you go all over the place. It, it's it's it feels so freeing, and it feels feels so futuristic too. Um, so yeah, the the dancing one uh, shows off the Oculus Quest uh, uh, so well of what it what it can do, like this social interaction, the the, the power of interaction you can have in VR, and then the the shooting one. Yeah, I. It's okay. It's not. It's not my favorite thing. Uh, it felt a little, little boring. There could have been more there. Um, it's it's you in a in a space station, and you gotta shoot these 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 blocks that constantly uh, change patterns, and and you gotta score points. And the more points you get, the more weapons you can buy. There are only three weapons you can get. So, let's say you play it for five to ten minutes, and you're done. But it is a tutorial, so it doesn't need to be lasting that long. But if I would compare this first steps experience to the uh, to first contact, the Oculus Rift tutorial, mm-hmm. I think it's it's not as good as, although the dancing one makes 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 up for it. But I I felt like there should have been more cartridges on the table, more more stuff, maybe three four things you could you could try because. 
uh, the moment you are in first steps, you have all these toys laying around that you can you can play with. Mm. And uh, in first contact, it's more of a story that you are into. You know, it's a storyline that you play. And while you're doing it, it's it's a tutorial too. Well, here it's really serious. Like, welcome to the tutorial. This is what we're gonna do. Bloody bloody blah. So mm. it could have been more of an adventure, and it mm. starts off as an adventure, but in the end, it it's not completely a journey you're going through. I don't know, maybe Mike and Rowdy, uh, I don't know what you guys uh, think about this, but uh, that, that was my feeling. So it's, it's nice, but yeah. it could have been more of a... So, so the, the Quest First Steps experience is actually different from the Rift S First Steps experience. Hmm. You actually have more things to play around with in the Quest one. And like you say, you have these two experiences, but you don't get first contact. So there's a bit of a trade-off there. Um, but I was, I was completely taken by surprise uh, by the dancing one. And like you said, if I wasn't going to talk about Face Your Fears 2, that would have been my highlight of the week because it was, like you say, it's not to be underestimated. It was a magical experience because you plug these like little uh, power cables in and this robot pops yes. up. And then it, it's like so adorable, by the way, uh, the <laughs> robot. And then it, it reaches out to take your hand and you take its hand and then it just starts dancing. And then you literally, you have, it, it's like being at a wedding, right? Imagine being at a wedding uh, for a like robot. your best friend. Yeah. And then, and then uh, their daughter comes to dance with you on the dance floor. Like it's that kind of adorable moment where you just have that magical experience and you you just yes. dance. You, you you forget that yeah. you're an adult, you, you become a child again and you just lose yourself in the moment and just go crazy. Yeah. And that's yeah. exactly what happened. And it felt like being in a Disney movie or a Pixar movie in that sense, like that kind of magic. Um, it, it really is great. Definitely highly recommended. Yeah, I think I think that part where you finally get to interact with a character mm -hmm. as your first experience, I think it's one of the best ways to go. Mm. And uh, yeah, hopefully they will add more cartridges in in the long run. It felt a bit a bit empty after the dancing one, where I was like, where where are all the other other things you can you can play around with? But mm. we'll see uh, when the quest drops and uh, people who have never tried VR uh, will you know dive in. Maybe they will have a different uh, opinion uh, on that. But yes, first steps. Uh, next level super super fun and um well i i would say i can i can highly recommend it but there's no way you can, you're not uh it's like it's forcing you to yeah, yeah to is. to try because it's the tutorial when you set your quest up it's just gonna boot up by itself and luckily you can go back uh, into it um but uh, the the funny part is uh when i played it for the first time i um i set it up in my uh, brother his his uh, uh bathroom and he was he was already uh, he, he went to bed and I was like no no you gotta you gotta you gotta check this out so I set my my quest up upstairs super quick by the way because I went for a standing a stationary uh, uh, mode and that takes you like I don't know ten seconds and you're done as long as you stand on the right spot without too much furniture you should be fine but. Uh, he was like, what are you doing? So I started dancing with his rose. Like, this is so fun. And he's like, what the heck is going on? Like he's playing in my, in my, uh, in my bathroom right now. And that, that, that for me with the quest is just so, so fun. We're going to talk more about that later, but sure. yeah, that's first steps right there. Totally recommend. And yeah, it will force you to check it out anyway. <laughs> nice one. Nice one. Well, what about you then, Zim? What have you been up to this week then, dude? A lot of blasting. Um, but before I move on to my bit, I got to ask Nathie a question because I saw some similar interest in bait. Is bait on Quest 6 off? Can you walk around? Yes. Fucking A. Yeah. So uh, 
So I was fishing uh, at a lake and I could just walk to the shoreline and get closer or uh, go for seated and then went to uh, standing again. So yes, you can. You can walk around in the shop of bait. It feels very freeing. Yeah, yes. that shop. That shop seems really cool as well. Sorry. Yeah. Mike, there is, if, if you want to stand next to the to the person who sells all the stuff and and, and uh, be behind the counter too, you get the feeling of... around and grab some tackle and run. <laughs> yes. No, I didn't I just, try I that. Know I was that, curious. I just know that my dad is going to love that game. He's, I'm so going to cool. like have to leave the quest there. I'm not going to be able to record any videos anymore back back <laughs> back flipping while it must feels so freeing like that's what i felt with with playing other games but when you play an existing game that you've played before and all of a sudden six off is there it's like the shackles are off that's yeah. exactly yes, but it. like it's the addition of six off that makes it so cool like it, yeah that's what real vr is about like getting your but hands in there there is one thing before i like i don't want to steal the entire podcast here um <laughs> there is one thing with with bait that i do need to uh highlight and that is the fact that since the rings of the the touch controls the revised ones are on the mm -hmm. top there doesn't seem to be enough space between holding the fishing rod and then start you know, uh, getting the fish in and you're, it was scratching. Clashing. It was scratching with the other one constantly. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like they need to uh, tweak it a bit and, and, and change the distance between those two. But it was very hard to play. And I, it, it, in the, I think in the long run, it m could damage your, your controls. It could scratch the, well, maybe the, the paint off a bit. Um, but it's something that hopefully they will change. So when yeah. I played it, I already I was, hit a wall, by the way. Did you? I already hit a wall. <laughs> how, how, how did the uh, new touch controllers fare? Any nicks? Um, like it had like a like a small like white spot on it, uh, but that's all. Uh, and then a friend of mine also hit a computer screen uh, in the office, uh, oh, and that's but like he hit it quite hard. So I think like the the controller stopped working for a moment because uh, the battery got a bit like this large. So I just had yeah. to like open it, put the battery back in, and it was it was fine. Oh, it feels they, they feel very sturdy though. So. Well, like I got I got I got a, I got a gazillion questions for you guys, but I will answer Mike's question first uh, before because I know we're going to talk about some of this stuff later on. So sure. I will save some of my burning questions for later. Uh, I played Zero Caliber is the game that I played, which oh. is interesting. It's a uh, it's one of those games where everybody looks sweaty in it because it's Unreal Engine and they've got spectral lighting clocked up to like way too much. Everyone looks like they're guilty of something. Um, but, but, but aside from that, like it's a good looking game. The, the fact that you have uh, a series of weapons that you can unlock, it's a single player or a co-op experience. And I played a co-op with a friend and like playing playing co-op, uh, there aren't that many co-op games, firstly, I'll just say. There aren't there aren't enough, in my opinion. Um, if you're developing games, don't always just think combative, like, you know, versus uh, PvP. Like, think about co-op experiences. Now, this this game felt to me like if anyone's ever played like Battlefield 3's campaign or or you know. Bad company. This is dating me now. Bad company two or something like that. Oh, bad but, company two. But but if you if you play the campaign, the campaign's not like great. It's like you're not going to win an Oscar for it, but it's fun. And some of the set pieces are good and all that. So that's what this feels like. The AI is not very smart. You're like taking out a you know a bunch of bad dudes from and there's never any ladies. I don't know why ladies can pick up a gun. Uh, there's all these bad dudes in a house holding hostages, and so you're you're like you know you're sniping them and all that kind of stuff, stealing enemy weapons. Um, you have infinite ammo out of your pouch, and um, feel the the gun play feels like H3VR. It feels like really solid guns, 
with great models and you have to like you start off with a tutorial where you go through mini boot camp and like you have to climb across things and you have to duck under fire oh, and you have yeah, to yeah. you have to put a gun together and put it against your chest and then you know you have to pull the pin on a grenade and throw it under your buddy and run away while he blows up like those are just mandatory oh. parts of um, you know that that, that tutorial that that reminded me of of call of duty modern warfare yeah like the it, same same boot yeah. camp yeah. yeah it just it feels very much like um like a modern day game. I didn't know about much about this. I, I like it, it was getting really good reviews on Steam, and I saw the like bright yellow background with zero caliber written. And the devs had chased me for like a couple of months, like with keys, to be like, "You want to play our game? You and your wife, you play, you play, and, you play." And I was like, "Finally, I was like, fine, I'll because parents couldn't make the time." And I was like, "Okay, I'll I'll, I'll pair up with somebody." We had good fun yesterday, so I'd say it's one of those games that um, there's something's not great with it. The AI is not the smartest, as I said, but as a game that you can have fun with, like co-op and the system where you unlock guns as you go and you can walk down the cellar and it's just all the guns that you've unlocked like shown mm, and you yeah, yeah. that's and really nice and it has it has co-op only uh, i mean i played it with, with user id for for uh, it's it quite a while ago but it was that's it was what i that was my whole story for fake's sake <laughs> my whole wow. story was on co-op ready <laughs> yeah i i know but oh. i mean it's cool that it has co-op but it does it is pretty bucked though yeah, it is. It's bugged. And people can shoot you through like the corner of a building and you know, it's not it's, perfect, we, but it's fun. We, we I, broke it, the we broke the game like so many times though. Like oh, But you you I think did, did they did they update it in any way? I mean when you played it, it was just out, so it wasn't completely ready to go, yeah. but it must have been improved since then or it feels Am pretty I missing solid. something out? It feels pretty solid, but the performance wasn't great. I don't know if that was my PC at the time because it was having a little bit of heat issues yeah. or something else. But as a game, you know, if you've got a buddy and you want a game to play, it's not that expensive. Zero caliber. I, I think I think the climbing mechanics in that title are so funny because you can just climb into a tree. You can climb, climb a whole tree. A, yeah, yeah, you can. Absolutely. You, and just hide as you a can climb like a each monkey because that's what what user end you can climb each other you can climb each other and go like unlimited oh, up into yeah. the sky what? What? only you reach a certain point what? and then the game just goes what? like wait wait so i could be this little like like mike could be my little ewok backpack then and i could walk around and he could just hold yeah. me Nice. Wow. Awesome. We don't need to play this then. Um, just a quick question for Zim before we move into the quick news then. So how does this uh, rank in terms of like shooters in VR, you know, in terms of like onward contractors, some of the other shooters out there, how do, how do you think it ranks up against them? Um, contractors number, so for PC VR, right? So <clears throat> actually I'll just go all VR. So uh, firewall on top, contractors second. Um, I'd say, what's third? Contract third place is always like, is it contractors? Onward? Is it Pavlov? Sorry, is it onward? Is it Pavlov? Those guys for me share kind of a spot. This would be under that. So okay. it's it's a good it's a decent title, but it didn't quite make a like must buy recommendation for me. Mm -hmm. It was just below that. So but the okay. but the co op is really the the edge. That the co op's the, the edge. The co op's okay. the edge because the other games don't have that. So if you're looking for co op, it's the one to do. Yeah. Excellent. Nice roundup. Nice roundup. Okay, so let's get some uh, quick news out of the way. We've only got two bits of quick news because we've got so much to talk about the other headsets. So we're going to start off quickly with Beat Saber um, because that's got some interesting news this week because it celebrated its first birthday. Uh, I can't believe it's been a year already since Beat Saber came out. Like, how, how is that a thing? This last year has just absolutely flown by. Um, but to celebrate the milestone, Beat Games has released Beat Saber Origins. Now, basically, this is like a really early prototype version of the game from November 2016, which, uh, you know, the, the dev team used to show off at events and, and shows before they officially released the game, uh, which obviously then went on to sell over 
a million copies, which is just incredible. Um, this uh, little sort of taster, uh, Beat Saber Origins, it only contains one track, uh, which isn't actually part of the uh, Beat Saber soundtrack that's out now. Uh, so it's kind of like a track that they were just testing back in the day. Um, but it's just interesting to see how far the game has come in that sort of period of time, you know, how far it's changed, how much it's changed. Um, and if you're interested to go and check it out, you can go and basically play it for free. So if you haven't played Beat Saber before... Wait, 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 wait. You can play it for free? Yeah. Oh my God. You can play you it for free. That, you yeah. knew that. I like free. No, I'm yeah, a Dutchman. Every, the moment every... I hear free, I'm like, wow, <laughs> free. No, but that's amazing, free. Yeah, and like if you have been living under a rock and never played Beat Saber for some bizarre reason, which you totally should, by the way, you can go and check out this Beat Saber Origins for free. And if you get a taste for it, go and buy the game. But this is another reason to buy a headset because this time you don't need to pay for that game. You could also just buy the headset and play it for free for, I don't know for how long, but you can. Repetitively on one So if you didn't have enough money (laughs) to make the jump, now now you can. Absolutely. With that being free. Yeah, the, but it, the, f- the funniest thing with this, Mike, is that I saw on Reddit people were like, "Okay, how long before people start, you know, side loading in their uh, songs into this, and they they be- they, they uh, break the back end of it, and then this becomes like basically free Beat Saber with all the songs." So <laughs> I hope the devs have an open Pandora's box with this one because it's possible. It's a really good point. It's a really good point. But I thought it was kind of like an interesting way to celebrate their their birthday. So uh, yeah, congrats again to Beat uh, Beat Games, uh, and a nice one for for bringing that cool little uh, sort of Easter egg to the community. Must must be weird for you, Mike, to meet so many people on this planet that are still rock people for you to you. Very. Very. Like, whenever whenever I go outside, that's when I meet the rock people. They don't know what Beat Saber is. You're like, listen, the quest, the index, it's coming! It's coming! I was like, ah, let this crazy guy just be crazy, you know? Uh, You rock people, listen! Listen, (laughs) the future is coming! VR is taking over, you don't see it! Just, Just open your eyes! It's like uh, it's like being part of uh, you know uh, Harry Potter and, and Hogwarts, and they're all muggles. Oh, they yes. So they're like everyone who didn't play Beat Saber yet are are muggles. Yeah, we should call them something beat, else like beat buggles. muggles. Buggles. But I don't even know what a muggle chat. is. I'm just gonna chat. don't answer that question. So uh, next bit of quick news uh, is about Pimax. Uh, because they released some uh, more information uh, this week about their upcoming Pimax sword controllers and base stations. Kind of weird though that. Although this is kind of mainstream news, no one actually talked about it this week <laughs> at all. I don't think it's um, the best time to even announce this. I think they did it because er- there is so much noise going around, but that yeah. could also work, well, not in your favor in the end if you do. But Who knows? It seems like the only people that are regularly talking about the Pimax are the same people over and over again. Like The mainstream seems to have like, focused their attention elsewhere. But but basically what's going to happen is is that Pimax... Pimax announced their sort of sword controllers, which are their version of the the Valve Knuckles controllers, basically. Mm. Um, they're going to be compatible with all Steam VR Lighthouse tracked headsets. So whether you've got a Pimax, a Vive, uh, an Index, it's going to be compatible. So you can buy these piecemeal if you really want them. Mm. Um, there will be two variations of this controller as well. One's called the Sword and one's called the Sword Sense. Now, the more interesting one is the Sword Sense. Uh, that will come with thumbsticks and a small trackpad panel. Uh, so this is the controller that will feature the capacitive touch and grip uh, sensors, just like the Valve Index. So it's got that kind of really fancy technology in it, which tracks each individual finger, which is going to be super interested. Can't <laughs> wait to get my hands on them. Um, and then you've got the the Sword, which is basically the same controller, but it doesn't have thumbsticks. It has a trackpad, and it won't feature 
the grip and touch capacitive sensors. So it'd just mm. be like a standard controller with a grip button. Okay. Um, but when I first heard the name, the sword controller, I thought there was actually like a like an extension to it. Like, you know, you could oh. like pull Haptic it out sword. and be like playing sword games or something. <laughs> epic. Yeah. It kind of makes sense that they would call it the sword controller because mm. if you look at the controller and the way the kind of the, um, the yeah. tracking ring goes around it, it kind of almost looks like a gauntlet. Of, yeah. a, of a of a sword. Yeah. So Zorro approves. Zorro approves. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, I'm um, I'm so happy it has a name now because when I went to their office in uh, in in China, they didn't have a name for it. So I was like, <laughs> so these are the uh, uh, knuckles. <laughs> I was like, oh, did I just say something wrong here or not? But they were they were fine. They 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 of course must have been inspired by the by the knuckles. Um, but you know what I'm interested in, like prize wise. Could this maybe be an option for for people to go for if they can't spend uh, their money on a, a pair of uh, uh, knuckles or uh, mm. or as they now call them index controllers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think we'll That'd ever call them index controllers. I think they'll always be knuckles. Yeah, in my no, mind. in my mind also. Yeah, no, I feel um, you. Okay, but you're right. We, oh, sorry, go on. No, I was gonna say there was. I don't know if it's an Englishism. You called the um, the piece of the sword the gauntlet. I would call that the hilt. Uh, do you? Is gauntlet a English term for that piece uh, of a sword? I'm not particularly great with sword. Zim. Sword mythology. I mean, uh, yeah. Zim is the Highlander, yeah, we have so a, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There can there be, can only, be one. only one. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why they call me Han Solo. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, we don't know the pricing just yet. Uh, pre-orders will be starting soon, unless you're a you know a Kickstarter backer and you've bought a full bundle like I did. So these will be shipping out to you for free if you're one of those people. Um, but looking at them, the only concern I have about these controllers is just the gauntlet things I'm talking about. You know, those tracking rings that wrap around your hand. Yeah, they look big. kind of big and bulky and cumbersome. Mm. So I don't know whether they're going to hit together or whether if you have your hands by your sides, they're going to touch your body. But Nathan, you actually tried these out, right? Yeah. But those were very early prototypes. I think they are now ready to hit the market. So, but but was the ring, the tracking ring still there on the controllers that you tried? Yes. Okay. And did you have any issues with them touching each other or anything like that? Or did you feel that they, I I didn't play bait, so I don't know. <laughs> Good point. Good point. They had they had a demo of Arizona Sunshine and um, it it worked fine. It worked with, fine with reloading as well. It wasn't that you were like hitting them then or something. I mean, I mean, well, yeah, you did. You kind of did. Um, but I mean, th- as I said, those were like prototypes, and I feel like mm-hmm. they have been making them smaller for sure. They were mm-hmm. quite bulky back then. Um, well, is I assume that if especially for like uh, like the common kind of movements that you do with those kind of controllers they probably have been yeah. have been filtered out yeah, i can true. understand with something yeah. like bait because that's not like <laughs> you're not going to think of a fishing game immediately no 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 be doing this the entire no but it's like the same with arizona like arizona sunshine has not been built from the ground up for their controllers so the the mm. space that you have when you play it with mm. uh let's say oculus touch controllers or with vive ones it just works because it has been made for 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 those controllers back in i don't know 2016 so let's say if if those controllers would become very popular the sart ones then th- it's up to the developers to kind of you know uh, upgrade their game so it does fit it's same with bait you know like bait does work very well with uh, the go and with the oculus rift but apparently it doesn't work very well with the the revised touch controllers because they have the rings on top now so the, it's also a little bit up to the developers to to find out. Yeah. But then they, of course, first need access to these SART uh, controllers. 
Yeah. Yeah. So that's some uh, quick news about Pimax and their upcoming uh, controllers that look mm. like valve knuckles, but <laughs> yes. uh, coming out later on this year. So if you're interested in those, keep an eye out. Um, so let's move over to Zim then, find out what releases uh, we've got to look forward to <laughs> next week. Um, super intrigued, actually, because I've been kind of out the loop other than focusing on what's been going on. So I have a, I have, I have a treat for everybody this, uh, this week because there's one that I picked out that um, it's inexpensive. It's only about five quid at the moment, UK on Steam, uh, called With Loneliness. And I'm going to ask you guys all the question before I roll the trailer for this one. What kind of game do you think With Loneliness is? I'm going to start with you, Mike. It almost gives me like, uh, do you know that game Blind, where you're blind and you have to like roam around that mansion? That's the kind of vibe it's giving me just from the the title alone. Good guess. Okay, Nathan? Uh, all, all I can say, it's a sad experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to make me cry. That, that it might do, yes. It's an emotional okay. roller coaster. I think it will make some people cry, definitely, this one. Go on, Rowdy. Okay. Yeah, I, I was thinking the same kind of thing. I thought like someone who lost someone dear to him and then you go to the end of his life or something, uh, like how we, uh, how we cope or so whatever. It's, it's, it's a, coping, a coping game. Yeah, that's well, what I'm, I'm I'm happy to report that you're all fucking wrong. Uh, <laughs> it's a wave-based shooter. It's a roller coaster. It's a climbing game, okay? It's a climbing game. I'll show it to you now. Oh, um, sure, yeah. This, this is a really interesting game so again the title is with loneliness it's coming for pcb <laughs> wait 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 the chat was saying t dub set is a dating app, <laughs> <laughs> dating app. <laughs> we haven't we got we got to get some vr dating apps you know I, I think mike i think mike played one that didn't work that well right mike that was, that was me. Uh, no, that was Rowdy. Oh, it was Rowdy. Yeah, one. Rowdy. One, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a dating advice. There's several dating advice games, but I mean something like, you know, swipe right to, you know, In VR, you mean? In VR. Okay. <laughs> but it's coming. It's coming. With face tracking, it's coming. Okay. So uh, this is by Giant Jump, released on the 29th of April. So this is out already. Uh, you can get it on Steam. And um, to me, looking at the visuals, I'd say it reminds me a lot of like To the Top, don't Look Down, which we highlighted recently and I played. That's a great game. But the cool thing about this game, and I've read this from Steam comments, is that it doesn't explain itself. In other words, there's no intro or tutorial or whatever. You're just thrown into the grinder. So you're, you're, you're trying to leap through these colorful worlds. It almost reminds me a little bit of actually Mirror's Edge in terms of the, in terms of the kind of flair and flavor that you get in here. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give their little blurb and then a little bit from someone on Steam, because I think this is a good way to describe the game. Uh, so it's an athletic VR game that aims to escape, that you, you aim to escape from garbage world. So that's the world you're in by clearing obstacles. Uh, while the game requires almost no parkour movement, so unlike something like Windlands, uh, progressing is not always easy. And from what I understand, that's an, a big understatement. So sometimes quick reactions, stamina, and control are needed. Avoid many different obstacles in order to escape. Now, this is what Lechuso on Steam said, one of the Steam reviewers. The learning curve is excessive. There is no intention of the game to explain what it is you're supposed to do even in the first level. You have to try several things in order, to, in order to know what the game even wants you to do. And with that, you die several times, forcing you to start over uh, from the checkpoint, return to the place where you died, and try to get it right time and time again. Um, and it says, and all this in virtual reality, in a virtual reality game is somewhat exhausting. Mm. Now, actually, to me, 
there aren't that many games that are a, a, a particular challenge. And so to me, that lights up my you know motor neurons and says, oh, I'd love to give that a go. And I probably would get frustrated in it, but at the same time, kind of exciting. So I don't know. What do you guys think of a game like that? Yeah, looks very puzzly and and fun. It, it also reminds me a bit of Superhot. Yeah, a little but, bit. Uh, Yep. Yeah, it's it's quite mysterious. I yeah, like the the thing with climbing tiles is that you want to just get to the top or the the bottom. I don't know where you should go in in, <laughs> in this one, but um, yeah, it's like so addicting. You can't you can't stop. You can't stop. It's like you need to just finish it. There is no way yeah. you just go for the checkpoint. What is a checkpoint? You want to just finish it. So I like yeah, the mystery in it though. Like that like that element to me. A lot a lot of VR games, and this is probably the number one thing I had with Orbis. You know, they throw walls of text at you they're just just it's over explained and and for something where you have to kind of trial and trial and error find your way through it can be a yeah. bit frustrating but at the same time for people who like that you know mm. can, but uh, going going box. back to the title so what, what does the title has to do with uh... i have no idea i have no bloody idea which i also <laughs> like it this is like the most enigmatic little piece of software for five quid that i've picked on steam so i had to highlight it this week because it really looks interesting and I will be playing this one for sure. So I'll report back next week and let you know what it was all about. Mm, okay. Cool. Mysterious. Right. Love it. Yeah, very good. Okay, so the next one. Uh, this one, I think I think we've all played this. Um, so launching on PSVR after a uh, after the game launched last year, um, which I can't believe it feels like it's been longer than that, Box VR. Um, so this is mm. a, an aerobic um, uh, routine and choreographed-based game. Uh, the, the devs write... Uh, from a PlayStation blog post that announced the the, the the announcement here. Each routine is choreographed to music ranging from hip-hop to electronica to disco and more. Uh, for the PSVR adaption, we've more than doubled the number of music tracks, um, creating a massive variety of workout session combinations ranging in duration from 6 to 60 minutes. And we'll be adding tons more routines and tracks over time. Hmm. Um, so this game, I, I actually have kind of an interesting story here. Is that I first met the developers for Box VR um, in <laughs> in in OC4 in, in California, and they I walked up you. to me. Yeah, you'll 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 know what I what I was thinking at the time, Mike. So um, I met Sam and Samir. It was Sam, I think, and one other partner, and then later I met Samir in their London offices. Um, about a about three four months later. But when I first met him, I like the guys were kind of buff. And I remember thinking, I don't need a protein shake. Thanks, lads. You know, I, I'm not I'm not really into that. Look at these scrawny arms. I don't you know, <laughs> I don't do that stuff. But the guys kind of persisted. And, you know, I said I'd go along. One of the times I was in London, I offered to devs, as I do sometimes when I'm down there, um, I offered to devs to say, hey, if you want some free consultation, just just hit me up. And they did. And so I went along to their co-working space it was really cool glass environment so i was a bit surprised to see them in the middle of all these other it was killed they were like developing on vive i think at the time and they were in this small little glass pod with all these other businesses around them and they were the only ones like in vr space so everyone else is like every so often you know peeking up and like what the feck are these guys doing <laughs> and so when i got to try their app it went in kind of feeling like i'm going to be disappointed I, th this is probably not going to be good and i really liked it and actually when i got it got home got a key for the game and played it it is, I have to say, the first game where I felt like I was learning something, like learning how to hold my arm for a punch and things like that. Other games, just they just let you get at it. There's no kind of uh, training side to it. And, and yeah. actually, the, yeah. the, the stepping stones that you take in that game, I think, are really, really special. So it does stand out from other exercise-y type games yeah. to me. I spe especially, like, the statistics you get from it are very, like, yeah. in-depthful and can be super useful. 
And uh, I think one of our colleagues, uh, VR Gamer Dude, has been playing this title for for months to uh, lose pounds, and it's it's like a serious yeah. serious workout. So if you want to lose some 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 pounds, you can in uh, this one. The multiplayer is really good in this as well. So we were talking about co-op games before. You can go side by side with somebody and be you know boxing away. I think you can actually do more than two players. I didn't. I haven't mm-hmm. tested that, but I have gone head to head with one of my main mods, and he kicked my ass in it. So <laughs> it's one of those games as well. So onto the. So server. I I don't think you will be able to uh, get your own music in there, right? Uh, on the PC, you could, as on far as PC, I know. On the PC, you can with yes. uh, like your computer. You know, your MP3 files can just be uh, converted. Correct. But on places VR, that's of course not a thing. And I think that's probably why they're underlining. You know, they doubled their content. Yeah, they doubled. They're coming it. out yeah, with makes more. Sense. So people who were maybe a bit concerned about yeah. that. Yeah. So okay, I think um, Nathy once mentioned that he was also a fan of Max Payne. So this next game is the nearest that you can get uh, okay. to Max Payne in VR. Now landing on PSVR. You guys know this title. It's. Sirento. I always say Sirento, but it's actually Sirento VR, which is um, I love I love I love their 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 bit on this in, on Steam, and it's fantastic. I'm just going to read this out. VR was made for this. Perform triple jumps, wall runs, power slides, and slow time down while blasting away at a foe before landing to deliver a blade attack on another. Kit yourself with katanas, firearms, bows, throwing glaives, and legendary relics. Keep upgrading as you play pure cyber ninja fun and i have to say having played it someone said this to me in chat when they were recommending this game to me they said one word and i think that is this game it is steeped in this word and that is badass you feel like such a badass as you're jumping sliding across things cutting people's legs off it's freaking amazing it's really good uh you guys have played this as well what are your thoughts? Yeah, I on? actually played this uh, quite a bit because I I wanted to make like a like a cool video on this as well. But not only does it like make you feel like a badass, but if you get like a little bit of like skill in the game, you 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 kind of know a little bit more what you're doing. Not even I'm not claiming that I'm good at the game, far from. But if you know like a couple of things and you just video capture that and you put some cool music <laughs> under that, holy heck! It's like you're watching like a superhero, like you know, do the, all these kind of crazy things, sliding and slow motion you slice someone in two mm. you throw your swords back on your back get your pistols on you blast the next it is so awesome to do that yeah going back flips and like oh, it's the, so the, the jumping the jumping mechanics with the the dashing teleportation is so satisfying and the it's, sliding it's making you, can, you... Like, slide under oh, yeah, someone yeah, like yeah, shoot yeah. him like that like because if you if you watch a trailer on the channel as well, it's literally like that. It's yeah. exactly like that when you're playing it. So, uh, it's, Mike, have you played it's this? A brilliant game. Yeah, and I was gonna say, okay. and on PC when you play this, it's one of the rare games that actually supports haptic a haptic vest. Uh, yep. So if you Same. own a haptic vest from Be Haptics, then you get the precise uh, slices and dices and and gunshots, and they've yeah. even got uh, support for the facial interface from ha- uh, Be Haptics as well. So when you get headshot you feel it on your head as well so uh, it's oh, one of those rare awesome. games that has proper b haptic support which is really nice, well, nice. It's, it's they're not lying when they're saying that it's made for vr because i first i was a little bit apprehensive because it's so uh motion intensive eh? because yeah. it's probably enough for for everyone but uh they really hit the nail on the hat with the motion. Like yeah. it's 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 so good. It's fluid, so good. like fluid yeah. and fun. And I I have to leave this as the final punctuation. I love calling out our Steam reviewers, uh, friends from the uh, other corner of the internet. Uh, the Wanderer on Steam says, 
fun VR game. So you, you bullet pointed three points and you said fun VR game. That's quite common now. Guns and blades, quite common. Double <laughs> jump and slide, buy this game. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This this sounds like a game that could be perfect for Quest. Mm. I, I think. think. Yeah, but people are gonna do literal backflips with that one. I'm not joking. Yeah, I, I can't wait gonna for the find videos. someone. Yeah. Also, <laughs> someone also someone in the chat is asking if this could support the smellow vision. <laughs> smell the roses. The the feel real smell vision thing. The yeah. fear and the excitement. But that's the it. Blood. So so that's you our releases for this week. Release. There were a few others that I didn't mention, and that's my usual. Uh, I, you know, I usually have to cut some, um, but those are the three. So that was with loneliness, box VR, and I would say Sirento. 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 Nice one. Thank you, Sim. <laughs> Thank you, Sim. Mike San. <laughs> so let's move on to the first of our three topics today, uh, talking about hardware. And of course, first up to the plate is going to be the Oculus Quest. So as you know, Facebook F8 took place on Tuesday in San Jose in California. And <clears throat> during the Facebook F8 keynote, they announced both the Quest and the Oculus Rift S for pre-order and then they're going to be delivered around the 21st of may now i know obviously a lot of people out there were disappointed that the headsets didn't release the same day so they could just go out to best buy and pick them up straight away um but you know we've not got that much longer to wait now we've got what just over two weeks to wait now and from what i've experienced so far and i think you guys could probably attest to this as well the wait is going to be totally worth it right do you feel the same way yeah yes yeah yeah, yeah. um also, uh, it's um, some news uh, dropped this week from Upload VR, and they reported that the Quest actually briefly hit the number one spot on Amazon in the gaming category, <laughs> which is uh, a first for any VR headset. So that's pretty amazing to see that. Wow. Um, Just before it's sold out, you mean? That. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but it's kind of interesting. I wonder how many people that aren't in the VR bubble that just really don't have any concept of what VR is saw that as the number one selling gaming product and was like, hey, what is this? I need to look into this more and maybe got them interested in it. That would be kind of an interesting metric to, uh, to yeah, learn about. Yeah, yeah um, But we also uh, heard, uh, because obviously, you know, some people are, are desperately waiting to get their hands on this headset through the Oculus subreddit that some headsets shipped out early for, I think Walmart uh, slipped up and and shipped them out to some customers <laughs> and they've got them in their hands. Yep. But the but the, the real issue is with this uh, is that they need the Oculus app to set up the headset and that hasn't been officially publicly released yet. No. So so basically you've got the headset and you can just look at it and hold it. <laughs> that's so, so, that's, so I don't know what... I, I, I kind of think that's also a little bit done on purpose to have like an extra way of controlling uh you know when the headset actually sure. is being used because they knew that someone somewhere would eventually slip up so by this they have an extra control mechanism to say like okay from this date onwards it's uh yeah, yeah. so well, i'm, I'm sucks, sure but, i'm uh, sure that you know for those of you out there that have pre-ordered and have to wait painfully for the 21st at least you don't have to sit and look at it every day knowing that you can't play it <laughs> that would be even worse in my opinion um so yeah that's kind of interesting that they did get shipped out can I um, can I also say that uh, here in 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 the Netherlands at least I'm not sure how it was for you all but I have seen the quest pop up in some mainstream newspapers uh, and and yeah like at some some more places than I've seen before with with uh, VR stuff. I, I have not I have not noticed that uh, on my end. Like I, I did look out for it a little bit, but I didn't uh, I didn't see anything. 
I don't I don't go out doors enough, and I'm in a gander that Mike is the same. <laughs> okay. You know what? I was about to say the same thing. I was like, I haven't left the house for a week, so I have no idea what's going on in the real world. It well, could you don't be all have on to fire buy a newspaper, outside, right? It, you also have yeah. it online. But but for example, my mom was like, hey, uh, that that one headset because she knew I. I had a question like, hey, that one headset you have been talking about, it's now in this newspaper and it's over there and I've seen it. So like over here, um, at least in, in my country, it was mm-hmm. at some 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 websites, at some newspapers and not just techie ones, also just ones that everyone uh, checks out. So, mm. yeah. Or like, you know, like the Wall Street Journal, you know, if you're if you're, oh, you know, want to get the, the, you know, the real top end education, you know, learn about this headset. And I say that because if you missed the Wall Street Journal review of the quest, they did exactly what Oculus told everyone not to do and take it outside and burn your your lenses by pointing your headset directly at the sun. And that's exactly what they did in a video. It's almost a step-by-step guide on how to destroy your headset. So if you're interested and want to laugh, go and check out the Wall Street Journal oculus quest review is uh, wow. it's hilarious did they actually um, did they actually burn it do you know i have any? no idea but they were they were literally holding I know, the headset. I, saw, I saw the clips yeah it's it was ridiculous it was embarrassing um so just to reiterate be careful don't take your quest outside those lenses can magnify in the sun and basically just burn your displays it will be irreparable you'd have to replace the whole headset Ask him. I, yeah, yeah Zim knows. I, I think the only thing that I can say is, right, I mean, in, in terms of taking it outside, people are going to. Uh, I know they sure. are because this is like one of the things, right? Just be really careful. Be really yeah. careful. I, 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 you know, burned a headset. I learned the hard way. The most painful part of it is that at the moment, we don't have the ability to get saves off. I don't know, Mike, if you are already going to plan to mention this. Yes. Okay, I will say nothing more. <laughs> I was going to say, it leads, it's almost like you, you read my mind. It led, led me on perfectly to say that, you know, last episode we talked about, you know, not taking a quest outside again. And Zim mentioned the fact that he destroyed his Go and that he couldn't transfer the saves from his Go uh, onto his new one so mm-hmm. he could carry on where he left off in his games yeah. um, because we don't have any cloud saves. Well, John Carmack confirmed via Twitter that they are going to be working on that. So that is going to be a hey, thing in the future, which is great. super nice. Yeah. Um, can I just say one thing? John Carmack fixed Palmer Lucky's fledgling VR headset. Then he, what was the next thing he did? He brought like Doom to to VR, right? He did he did the whole Oculus stack. He did the Oculus Go. He did the Henry video. He fixed Beat Saber's tracking in Quest. And now he's doing the cloud saves. If this man, if anyone ever runs over this man, I warn you. Like there's going to be a crowd of angry gamers taking your legs or something. And, so and he and he revived my Oculus Go. That as well. Like he reached out to me in DMs like, "Listen, let's fix it." So this man, thank this guy, you. What this a guy being with us. It, this is guy a is off another planet. Yeah, He's the he, Messi of VR. <laughs> I'm surprised people aren't like, you know, like he's like the Messiah and people just go to his house and pray for like a day, a year. I don't know what day that would be. Maybe John can tell us, but yeah, there you go. We should have a John Carmack day. I'm, that's, I'm that's so true. glad that was so needed. Yeah. I, I like, it felt like an oversight when the go landed that, that there wasn't yeah. so, uh, a, a save migration. So basically it's cloud save. Especially coming. with the quest being even more of a gaming device than the go. Mm, yeah. It yeah. Only makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. So just, just one more thing. Let's say, if someone is not listening to the warnings and takes it outside, then burns its lenses or does some damage or whatever, does this get covered in the warranty? No, no, I no. don't think so. 
because, I, I, because specifically stayed on the device. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, it would be covered under warranty if you can make the case that it's like regular use. But if the device specifically states that it is not to be used outside, then yeah, yeah. So don't risk it. Yeah, they, they they state it in the in the introduction, and there's little stickers that you have to peel off the lenses that yeah. specifically say do not show this to the sun. So, you know, I think they're pretty much covered there. Um, but in terms of the headset itself, it doesn't come pre uh, shipped with any bundled games. So, you know, it, there isn't a Beat Saber bundle, which we we think is a bit of a shame. I think we discussed that on last week's show. Uh, however, if you did spend all your money and you don't have any money for games, it does come shipped with five free demos. So you'll get a demo of Beat Saber, Creed, Rise to Glory, Journey of the Gods, Space Pirate Trainer, and Sports Scramble. And yes. uh, just that I didn't to... know. Okay, so that's the demo disc idea that kind of Nathie was saying last week. So that's yeah, yeah, it's funny. That's actually that's actually a, a very good thing because yes. I was I was quite noisy about this because I still think that Beat Saber, whatever legal reasons, and I think there are probably several that yeah. Beat Saber and and Oculus couldn't get together and, and put that obvious sandwich together and feed it to the world mm-hmm. um, and as making it a bundled pair on Quest, even if it wasn't Rift S, right? Like just, just Quest bundled comes like with the Game Boy and Tetris, like it's in the box. I don't yeah. know. There, I still don't know why. asking in the chat as well, Zane's Raza saying, is there also no super hot demo? Oh, there is. Um, there is, but I don't know if it's just a press one. Oh. So okay. uh, there is a demo yeah, that we've got access is, to. Yeah, no, that's let 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 me just kind of like get that out of the way. If you're if you're watching videos right now or you see screenshots, things like that of all these free games in a store, super hot bait, uh, etc. It's those are not free. That's just for press. So press mm-hmm. people get access to everything because it would be kind of silly for them to to buy them and then show them off. So what Mike just highlighted, those are the games, those are the demos. You will be able to play on Quest for free, but the rest you see, like Face Your Fears and uh, other ones are not free. They You will have to buy them. Can you run that list again, Mike? Uh, Beat Saber, Creed Rise to Glory, Journey of the Gods, Sports Scramble, and Space Pirate Trainer. And uh, while I am on the subject of Space Pirate Trainer, it is freaking awesome on the Quest, by the way. I bet. It's freaking awesome. And it's going to yeah. benefit a lot from having a demo there because I think people are going to play this, not really knowing what it is, and think, holy crap, this it thing has, is freaking has, amazing. It has Belgian roots, of course. It's, it's up <laughs> Jesus. You have exactly. a doubt to that. I am curious, though. Like, you were last week, you were um, super hyped for Sports Scramble. Does that hype stand up? Oh, I, I played a lot. I played a lot. I, I've even only still played the tennis one. I haven't even gone to the. <laughs> you only the played the tennis one. I've only because they also have a, a a regular mode. You can also play like uh, turn off all the scramble thing and just play like regular oh. kind of tennis. Oh, and then nice. it feels like I mean, the new still, Wii, it's right? Arcadey. It's still very arcadey, of course. But it's... rowdy. It's it's like the new Wii. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it in feels, right? Someone yeah, also like, said like it in Wii a chat. Sports, it's like the yeah. it's like the the Wii, but then in VR. Yeah, Wii mm. Sports. Yeah, I played the tennis. And it's very polished. It's very polished. It is. It is. Uh, I played the tennis and the bowling, but I haven't played the other one. I didn't actually know up to this point that there was anything but that funky tennis scramble thing, because that's the only thing I've played the two well, times. That's the I've thing. It. it was called Tennis Scramble originally, and then changed its name later on to Sports Scramble. That's oh, probably I didn't why. Catch that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. No, you can you can turn off this because I, I noticed that as well. Because they even have the regular counting system with like 15, 30, 40, and then Jews and whatever. They have that as well in there. You just mm. need to turn on the classic mode, and then 
turn off all the scramble then it's just a regular i haven't figured out yet how to do the 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 top hand surf overhead um, smash yeah. but yeah no just as the surf but uh, yeah. I had fun with it. I had fun with it. I also I took it to work the the first day that I received it. I took it to work to show some people, and people couldn't believe it. Like they were absolutely blown away. And there and those are people that have tried virtual reality before. They've tried it with the Go. Some of them have tried HD Vive or the Oculus, but they were absolutely blown away with uh, just how easy it is to set it up. Uh, I didn't even mention the price because I was like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell them how much it is uh and just uh, ask them what they would pay for it and all of them uh went like uh, roughly 200 to 300 euros more than what uh than what the, the actual, actual price, price was yeah. of course those are people that have no idea about virtuality mm. except for what they sometimes read in the, in the media and they were absolutely blown away by just the sheer quality uh one mm. one did get motion sick uh because uh, she played a uh, rush uh, which oh, is oh, the experience that's... as the first time I said like you shouldn't do that no but I like like uh, you know skydiving yeah. that kind of stuff so <laughs> it's not gonna so, go well girl <laughs> to- to- talking talking about the 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 games on quest if you if you go into the store you have this filter and you can just check out the comfort level so let's say if you want to go for something easy then you can go for that and it has all these ratings so if you want to go for rush that's like next level that's yeah. like for i want to know um, from the chat on that, that point right has anyone ever used the in a, in a buy decision has anyone ever used the comfort system i've never but then again i'm kind of hardcore i did in the early days i did because mike you were really quite easy to be yeah. nauseous in the early days right yeah it's worth mentioning completely like i was really susceptible to motion sickness in the early days of vr you know like i would really struggle uh, I, I would purposely avoid games with uh, smooth locomotion and prefer teleportation <laughs> like in the early days because wow. i just I, I just couldn't stomach it yeah. um but over time you know i've just I'm, become immune to it I'm, I'm so jelly of mike like when when mike started his vr career you had like comfort settings and now like <laughs> like now you have like so many new tools too but when i started with my dk1 it's kind of like okay uh someone uh found out another way of locomotion and uh well yeah. let's try to to get through it and get used to it but um it's it's, it's so it's so good that they have that uh talking about the the menu on quest pretty much everything is there right uh, it's it's very similar to the go so that means you have you have a, a home, you have the store, you have a browser, um, a, uh, a gallery, you have all kinds of uh, settings. So you, if you want, you can you can decide to cast uh, to a TV screen or a mobile phone Recording to show. Recording with it is, is, is way easier than the last time that I tried it with the Oculus yep. Go. Um, also, since, yes. Th- does the Oculus Go still do that when you press record and you go in the app and then back out that it like automatically cancels it? Uh, it no, does. they still do that, that now? They no, changed it. It's yeah. So, so in the recent revision of the software, they made it more robust. And and I agree. Mm, I, okay. That was my first because I uh, when we were at PAX did the kind of on Quest recording, and I noticed how robust it was. It was like, oh, good, it's not unsetting. And then went home and checked the go, and it's like it's it's nice. But um, I still think yeah, the Quest is really easy to record. It's, it, the recording is it's good. It's yeah, it's so, much better. So you can you can also uh, live stream if you want. And then there are a couple of interesting settings that I've seen. Uh, there is one called auto wake up, and as far as I know, this will trigger your Quest when it sees you, and then it turns itself on. So let's say you're like this super addicted person, and you want to get right into VR next to your bed, you can just put your quest on your 
on, on, a, on, a, on a shelf or a table and it's like, hey, let's go. And then it turns itself on and bam, you're ready to, to go. I think that yeah. uses the um, the internal uh, light sensor. So when you put it on your head... Oh, it's not the front turn. ones. It's like the know. inside. I, yeah, it's not, like a, it's not like a phone or something like, Hi Quest, can you please wake up? <laughs> that, I don't think I, I thought I thought that was like the, the, the case. Um, cool, and though. there's this other setting. You can you can kind of modify your Oculus uh, button that is, uh, that is usually taking you back to the home screen mm. or pauses a game. You can, um, you can actually... Uh, hold it so it will load and then go back into into the menu and also when there's like a high speed fast paced title happening um it will it will actually turn itself off so if you're then playing beat saber i'm sure you all have been there right where you play beat saber and you're so into it that you're suddenly hitting the the pause uh, button yeah, so yeah. you can you can with high speed you can you can turn that off so yeah those are some settings that i found something i did notice is that there is no Bluetooth uh, option in there yet. No, um, no, uh, Bluetooth the headphones aren't supported, and John Carmack confirmed that it was uh, introducing too much latency, so they haven't supported. So it no Bluetooth at all. Basically. I don't think wait, I don't wait, think wait. it's going to be supported in the future either. We we have a crash organism in the chat saying that uh, his friend hopes that the Quest works with adult videos. <laughs> I uh, I can confirm actually because they have these settings. No, no, I didn't try it myself, but uh, they have your these. Uh, you can clear your data, for example. They have these incognito modes and things like that. So that just screams <laughs> for something naughty. So and you can make your screen bigger too. Um, yeah, and it's only worth your noting. Screen? <laughs> it's uh, worth noting that the browser is the same as the Go browser. So whatever you can do on the Go, you can do on the Quest. So yeah, but but there is something super next level about this browser because if you have web VR uh, experiences, you can actually go in there. So one moment you're staring at the browser, but then the next moment you can just hit a button and you're inside your browser. Mm -hmm. So if you want, you can actually play all kinds of web experiences. One that is supported is uh, Sketchfab. Uh, a must, uh, a must uh, uh, play, I would say, or a must discover. Mm. So yeah, like the browser really comes to life. You can just like get sucked into the browser nowadays. And actually, um, Tyrell is saying, Tyrell Wooden Chat is saying uh, that the brightness setting is missing yeah. as well. That he yeah. would have preferred to be able to save some battery life. Um, mm. So there you go. No, I, I actually don't see it as a. Um... As a, like saving the battery is, is quite good though. I mean, I have not been able to deplete the battery on one go yet. There's always been like the a moment that I said like, okay, we're going to take it off now for a moment after like, I don't know, roughly like an hour or something or a little bit more that I wanted to take it off. So for me personally, the battery was not an issue because I would be able to charge it after that. Yeah. As long as games are well developed, they will not drain your battery like, like crazy. And all the titles I've tried so far are you know, uh, very good with the quest. And people are constantly asking how long the battery is. I think it's two, it's like, three hours. Yeah, that's it, right? That's Depending one. on what you do. So if you stay in the home menu, like that's the best place to, uh, to slow down the battery, I think. Uh, but the moment you start playing, of course, mm -hmm. you know, uh, things uh, start to heat up a little bit. Um, yeah, someone also, in the chat is also asking about the IPD yeah, exactly. adjuster. Um, so any Virtual. anything that needs to be said about that um so yeah. basically with the ipd adjustment it's mechanical which is super nice um they do prompt you straight after you've experienced first steps to set your ipd calibration with some green lines like they did with the original uh, yeah. oculus rift yeah. interestingly you don't get that on rift s 
they they just hide it in the menu they don't even mention it so it's good that they mention it on quest um but it's nice of course that you know if you're swapping to different users that they can adjust it manually on the fly so it's really why, great why why would they hide it good question i have no idea i was really it's so surprised. important it's like yeah. one of the main main roots of having a, a great vr experience yeah, completely. And um, just quickly, because we touched on games, I just want to mention, you know, a lot of people have been asking as well, like, why aren't we playing Robo Recall? Why aren't we playing Vader oh, yes. Immortal? Rec Room, um, Arbus, Rec Room, Arbus. Uh, uh, VR Chat. Uh... Yeah, we, we, only, we only have access to like 14 games right now. Uh, they are sort of being tr uh, like trickled in, uh, but that's all we've got right now. So that's probably why we're not playing these bigger titles. Um, but also, I just wanted to talk about uh, pass-through mode really quickly because, you you know, you touched on it. It works really, really well. Uh, it's great for setting up your Guardian and your boundary system. Uh, you basically just trace it out by yeah. seeing the real world around you in a black and white view. Uh, on the Quest, it's not stereoscopic like it is on Rift S. Like, Rift S feels more natural. Um, but Quest, you know, it's still great. It still works at the end of the day, which is all that matters. Mm -hmm. And you still able to sort of like you know like yesterday I, I showed a little clip where i was able to walk to the edge of my boundary put my head through the boundary wall and then it just fades into a pass-through mode so you see the cameras which is great for picking up a drink or having a quick conversation with someone yeah. um but someone asked would you be able to see notifications on your phone using that method and i don't think it's that no. high enough resolution no, no, to no, see no, messages no. it's too like everything that it sees that is bright will actually make it even more brighter than it already yeah. is so exactly. there's no there's no way you can uh, you can see that but yeah the setup let's say if you want to paint your own that's how i call it like paint your own room scale area uh, yeah it takes you like two three uh three minutes it's so fast uh, it's, it's so insanely fast to do it it's like yeah. like because i had that i i i got this this like like box where you can like put it in like this one and you can oh, yeah. put your your headset and your controllers in there and literally from like taking it out of the box up to playing a vr game took mm. me less than five minutes yeah. which is insane to have that well, like, I, to have yeah. that speed of I, like uh setting it up that's actually one of the that's one of the main things i was testing when we were there at pax um was the uh de not just the setup time so i'm glad you benchmarked that and you said less than five minutes but from from picking up the system to swinging a blade and beat saber eight seconds yeah, yeah, that's unbelievable. It's it, it really f delivers on like giving us like a, that console experience. You know, you boot up your console, you press play game, and you're yeah. playing a game. But you it's don't so, need to. It's such a different thing. Like, or, like if, if I have to tell, or... if I have to tell my wife or something, like, uh, oh, go if she wants to go play Beat Saber on PSVR, let's say, right? It's like that she's gonna have to involve me to understand how to get into it. And the same mm -hmm. thing for Vive. Mm -hmm. absolute same deal it's just it's just slightly too much to kind of remember but quest is just so easy it's mm -hmm. it's, it's it's exact i love your analogy uh rowdy console mm -hmm. that's what it is they turn vr yeah. into a, a console now yeah like, so so i was just gonna quickly say you, you could give this to your your uneducated parents who have never tried vr before and just say put that on your head and they would they would be able to use the UI and navigate yeah. it. It's very intuitive. Yeah. I think. I think also what helps a lot is that uh, if you uh, set your language, everything is in your language. Like I played the Dutch tutorial, oh. and it's very, very simple. Because if let's say if, if you give it to my parents here and it's in English, they're gonna be like, "What the heck am I playing here?" But if it's in their own language, then it's going to help them even uh, even more. And the memory of it uh, actually remembering your space mm. is really good. 
it's really good yes. um there's what there was one moment this is kind of funny to to tell you guys that i had a um as i said i tried it uh, in david's uh, uh bathroom but he's like all the way up in in the house he's at the attic so i set up this play space then i quickly had to go downstairs i still had to quest on my head i was looking up i was like oh wait wait it's right over there so it it, it was Whoa. tracking so well that it still remembered kind of where my my play space was somewhere up there yeah. so i could it see it it was so weird oh, and there nice. was even one moment where it spawned me below the floor and i was like i can't reach it anymore so uh -huh. Yeah, there are these moments where like it tracks so well, and I also um, one moment where David thought it was funny to turn off the the, the light. Oof. It just it doesn't work. Then it doesn't work. It shuts itself. Well, it doesn't shut itself off, but it's like, listen, I don't have enough light. It's not gonna work. So complete darkness. Huh. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. It doesn't work. We had the, another uh, uh, question in chat, which I um, I don't know if anyone tried it, but it was a VR book. It was asking. Uh, let me just look at it real quick. If um, if it would be possible to to attach like a, a power uh, bank, how you call it, like a pack, power pack. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, uh, yes, it is possible. I, I have been testing it. Um, the ones that I've got are kind of really big and bulky anchor ones, um, and it does work. So you you get hours and hours out of it. Uh, I tried it with the Go once, and it lasted like fourteen hours. Ridiculous. Uh, I plan on doing similar tests on the Quest, uh, but I want to try and find a more streamlined battery that would fit easily in the case. I have this one. This one is from the Vive wireless adapter, mm -hmm. um, and it comes with this this clip too, so you can put it into your belt. Uh, there might be like 3D printed ones too, and the and anchor ones the, uh, fit uh, also the... in in here. Mm -hmm. And this, the amperage yeah, it, and it, the voltage it, it works. Yeah. Well, I yeah, but it's let's say I haven't been in depthly testing this on no, no. how fast it charges or anything. But it it technically you can have a battery pack and hook it up and charge it that way. Yeah. Yeah, so it will trickle charge it as you use it. Um, it doesn't like the Quest doesn't support fast charge, so uh, it will be just a trickle charge. But that'll be fine if you're playing and using it at the same time. It, you won't yeah, deplete your battery. Definitely depends on on the on the I power source. Like I've been charging it with my PC too, super slow. That's like extremely slow. Well, you know, if you just use the adapter, it's way faster. So it really depends on what you use. Yeah. So, so another thing that I learned, I do want to share quickly, is uh, casting because. Uh, I tried it out on my phone. It worked fine. Uh, there is latency in the cast, even using a five gigahertz Wi-Fi hotspot, which is right in my office. Um, but it's good enough, I would say, for uh, just a, a you know an average viewer just to see what's going on in VR. Uh, but the one thing weird was that I tried it with Beat Saber and it worked. And then I saw Cass and Cherry's video about it, and they said, "Oh, we tried casting with Beat Saber and it didn't work." And then I tried Beat Saber again and it doesn't work now. So some update, <laughs> some some update happened. And now it doesn't work. So you can't cast Beat Saber right now to a phone, which I think is a real shame. It's probably I hope an it accident. It's probably, I hope it gets it's, fixed. A, it's, it's a dev setting, though. I mean, they allow that. That's the thing. Just like um, if you try on Go to cast like Republic, um, there's a few other games as well that like won't allow you to cast. Mm. You know, there, there is a hard wall. It, it's, a, it's an option for a dev to enable. So I think what probably happened with the Beat Saber one is either they're temporarily switching that off um, intentionally, or it came with some kind of default build and they unintentionally packaged that and pushed it. 
Well, Maybe. I mean, I mean, this press build on Oculus Quest is constantly changing anyway. So the moment exactly. you're playing something, they could just work on something, and that's why it's also not public yet because it's not, it's not not completely safe to uh, you know go in there. And sometimes there is exactly. suddenly in, in, another in setting. Fears, uh, and face your fears too. They even change the entire game in the space of like two people playing it. <laughs> <laughs> life, so, there are life switching around. Yeah. So let's wow. quickly um, just talk about screen door effect and God rays, uh, because how do you guys feel that compares to the original Oculus Rift? Uh, screen door effect for me is less. Uh, God rays, I would say roughly the same, I think, okay. for me. Yeah. No, I mean, the God rays are, are, are definitely noticeable, yes. Okay. Yeah. For me, yeah. I, for me, Especially, I feel like I mean, if you if you, you look don't... for it once again, if we have this whole yeah. discussion again, let's say if you're this 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 person that is completely obsessed with resolution, with God rays, with everything that is just specs, if you're looking for it, yes, yes, you can find but, it. But only really <laughs> on like those high contrast scenes, right? You're not gonna yeah, see yeah, no. them anywhere else. You no. didn't even have that with the Rift, really, in my no. opinion. No. But I think both both uh, you know screen door effect and God rays are reduced on the quest from what we experienced on the rift in my personal opinion anyway um no. so just quickly like to sort of finalize the quest uh, maybe you could just quickly summarize just briefly what you think of this headset if you think it's a good thing uh what you don't like what you do like and then we can move on to rift s who starts uh, hey, go for it, Rowdy. a bunch of wankers no sorry i didn't say that <laughs> Um, I, I think it's a great device. Uh, I think for the price that it is, it's severely, severely underpriced. Um, I'm almost sure that they're losing money on every headset that they that they that they sell, um, since none of the R and D costs. It's only the the material that is implemented here. So I think that's a great yeah. thing. The only issue I did have with it, it's it's heavier noticeably heavier for me and it's more uh, because there's no you know anything in the back uh, as well all the weight is concentrated more at the uh, at the front so i do have the feeling that that is more especially because i have already a bit of back problems and neck problems as of recently because i'm always like hunched at a computer uh, i do notice that more also the foam that is on there the 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 foam on there i don't like it 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 like it like scratches my face or maybe it's because I'm so used to like the VR cover, but yeah. I always find it like the the, the covers that it's Oculus uses, yeah. they're a bit uncomfortable for me. I don't I don't know. Maybe it's only me who's feeling that. And it's fused, I, right? You, it's yeah, not exactly. like a you can't yeah. remove it. So even if you sweat hard and this is my question to you guys. Um, so even if you sweat hard in a Beat Saber session, you can't remove it from the device. I understood. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Oh, so you can. Yeah, with with the Quest, you can. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Oh, with the Quest, you can. Yeah. Okay, thanks. So, Mike. so so the foam is attached to this plastic uh, piece that you can remove. Oh, that's fine. Uh, yeah. I would imagine in the future VR cover will be producing these. They are working yeah. on, the, that, on yeah. those kind of things already. Honestly, so with almost every headset. I have used I'm using VR cover so it's yeah, like is, it's just so well. nice there's a I lot got a of question work. for Rowdy though based on his yeah. and Mike for your face your fears experience when I played this at OC5 last year it was the first time I felt what I'll call the real pain of a nose impact from my flinching so I'd flinch to the left <laughs> or right and I found this later at PAX with playing Beat Saber that you go left or right and the thing like punches you in the in the nose <laughs> and so you feel pain from that either did you either of you get that so um, I didn't have that. Uh, also, probably because I'm more of a man than Mike and you are uh, when I'm playing Face Your Fears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Shots fired. From from my perspective, I wear the quest tighter than I usually would anyway, and that's because yeah, because I don't have any hair. Yeah, exactly. uh, and 
when I get oh, off, right. there, there's no friction to stop the headset from sliding because it is front heavy. So mm. I do wear it tighter than normal, so then it doesn't have that problem. Did, did, but did also anyone... because it's heavier, like it, it drops yeah. more than the other ones. Yeah. And I, I really tried, like I put it on like the lowest thing that I could do. So it really, maybe it's just the weird shape of my hat. I don't know. Maybe that's the weird problem. Head. That's true. <laughs> kind of weird hat. <laughs> we, we, we should do a head comparison, man. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. I'm not taking part in this weird sound um, So, what about you then, Nathan? What What is your sort of final thoughts on the on the quest? This is this is definitely definitely bringing us like closer to you know VR going mainstream, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it's a very consumer friendly VR headset. I think it's the the easiest one in the in the standalone uh, lineup right now to be you know getting Mm -hmm. so yeah it's it's definitely something that i trust more people with than ever before from all kinds of you know uh parts of uh of of how techy they are basically um so yeah the quest is 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 going to really you know push the market i i think it's it's standalone is let's say right now the way to go i think pc is is great you know it it proved itself but I think standalone is 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 going to you know uh, go go to the moon, to Mars actually. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> and, and to sort of give you my opinion on it, I, I feel the same way. I think it's a fantastic headset. You know, it's affordable. It provides a, a full six degrees of freedom VR experience that you could have on PC. Yeah. You do have the compromises of the graphical fidelity and the complexity of the games. However, it's really fun to use. It's comfortable. And most importantly, it's just very accessible. Like you said, you put it on, you're in VR straight away. There's no setup or messing around. And for that, I think it's going to do extremely well. I'm very excited. I, two two like, big look. questions about the about the hardware, about the hardware that you guys have in your hands. Mm-hmm. Number one, uh, it packs the battery door in intensive Beat Saber sessions was coming off as you gripped the controller too tight. Is that still a problem? Yes. So... Back. Um, and I shall tell you why. It's because you're gripping it. it wrong. <laughs> Don't you even uh, start that. My, you're going, tell me while I'm gripping it wrong. So basically, uh, uh, it's going to be difficult for me to show you this, but I'm just holding it normally here, right? With my yeah. thumb rested on the buttons. If you hold it like this, you're, you're, you will end up pushing that, d- that door yeah. slightly. However, what I found is if I put my thumb here, so I rest it between the thumbstick and the inverted tracking ring, that's the way to play. It's okay. You don't look like a tool at all, Mike. You look totally normal. <laughs> but if it if it helps the battery door thing, if, if, I just if you hold your, if you twist your thumb behind <laughs> your hand like that, no, you but, have no problem at all. <laughs> but honestly, this this we talked about this a few podcasts ago. Holding the controllers in different orientations is one of the strategies to succeed at Beat Saber. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, the second question I had for you was: uh, it's not just passive cooling. There's a fan in the Quest. When you've been playing for more than an hour or whatever, do you hear the fan? Nope. I don't. Well, you have the sound on. If you just turn it, like, turn the sound off and you're like, hmm, let's listen, then you might hear it. But yeah, uh, I, I have not tried to You've like not that. noticed I've, it so far anyway. You have, you have the audio on, so there will no way, there's no way you can hear it in any way. I have a third question. Sorry. Third question is, uh, the audio piped down the head strap uh, comparing to the Go and in a nice environment like at home where it's quiet, is it what are your thoughts on it i'm just curious it's very flexible but i it feel it, it sounds the same as the go in my opinion same as the go 
yeah, in terms of audio, like it's the same. Like I would still recommend if you're going to play Face Your Fears or Beat Saber, get a pair of headphones. Yeah, sure. I have, I have Chat was asking have. earlier, actually, if any of you had any headphone recommendations specifically for the way the band runs and all that, if anyone has a good setup that they think is like they should recommend. So I think any pair of headphones will work with the Riff. Uh, sorry, with the any pair of headphones will work with the Quest. It's a different story with a Rift S, and we'll get onto that in Interesting. A bit. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Those are my three questions on the Quest done. Cool. Uh, last um, but not least, about the audio, I heard that they are uh, going to release these ear. Yes. Butts. So they're, they're releasing an official accessory that utilizes the 3.5 millimeter jack on both sides of the headset, uh, but it will be an in-ear bud accessory yeah. i think yeah. oh, we've so seen far. pictures of it on that japanese uh, amazon site so but the price is something else i can't it looks like it's just earbuds that tie into the headset and that's it from what i've seen yeah but we haven't had any official official details dropped yet so it could change but uh personally if that's the case i would still go with uh, like full over ear headphones for the best experience like in ear headphones yeah i, I tried them on rift because I've got them here and they look identical to the leaked images, and um, yes. yeah, I didn't like them. So yeah, yeah, that, so that that's it. And the thing is, uh, the other part that kind of corroborates the story is that before they announced live, it was maybe half an hour, an hour before these Amazon pictures landed about the accessories, and they included the travel case, which is about forty pounds, and then they included the picture of the two. Uh, the picture of the two um, uh, earbud things. And, and that's like 45 quid for earbuds. How much did you pay for those? Uh, or if you paid for them, Mike? Uh, uh, yeah, I did. Uh, I think they were, yeah, 40, 45, 50 pounds when they released for the Rift. And yeah. your feeling about those is? I wouldn't recommend them at all. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, to wrap the whole Quest thing up, I have one good question here in the chat. Uh, Aaron is asking, do you guys think Quest will outsell um he's asking psvr oh, but let's just question. let's say psvr but maybe also pcvr like what what do you what do you think well i think i think it will be hard to catch up with psvr <laughs> that, at that the is moment. that is true like it's been a while it's <laughs> like, been a while it's been a, it's been a while but maybe a more fair comparison would be if they if they like would release a new headset like now like if if, if there would be a new playstation vr headset yeah releasing yeah. now but yeah I, I I've seen so many people actually uh, uh, wanting to jump from the from their PSVRs to a Quest now. So the yeah. Quest and the PSVR are well, kinda in the same ballpark. Um, for I, a lot I do of think I do yes think definitely no, because I think just the portability of of the Quest like speaks for itself. And yeah. I still think you will if if mm. you want a more like complete experience, you will probably go with something that is curated. Mm. So quest or or psvr but at the same time i still think that you know the experiences that you have for the psvr will probably because you rely on the power of the playstation will be a little bit more pushing the boundary rather than the things that you see on quest which is still on a on a mobile processor but i would say it's only pushing it in terms of graphical horsepower and Definitely. complexity of the games the actual yeah. um freedom you get with quest and in terms of a yeah. true vr six degrees of freedom room and scale experience it's better yeah. on quest i think i think it's more like ballpark in, in the sense of like the people that are interested in these kinds of, of yeah. vr headsets and it's cheaper yeah. it's, it's cheaper than a playstation with a playstation vr yeah yeah um next topic yeah, so let's move on then talk about <laughs> Let's talk about Rift S, uh, because of course, you know, this is the, the next iteration of Rift. 
I say next iteration, next iteration, because it's not really a next generation. You know, it's one point five. It's a one point five. It's a rift that replaces the old rift. Uh, So you'll only be able to buy the rift S in the future moving forward. And like you say, it's a one point five rather than two point oh. Um, the great features, though, of this headset are the new higher resolution LCD, which is a low persistent dis- persistence display, uh, which has the great optics that we've seen on Go and now we're seeing on Quest as well. Um, it does use a single 2560 by 1440 panel, uh, just like the Go, but it actually looks way better than the Go in practical trying it out terms. Um, the display is very sharp and clear, uh, and that's because it's using this LCD sub-pixel arrangement. So it's very, very, uh, very good clarity in terms of what you see in the headset. And again, just like Quest over the original Rift, you get reduced screen door effect and wait, reduced wait, god rays. In my wait, opinion, what did you say about the pixel arrangements? Which one? Rift S. LCD. Yeah, which pixel arrangement was it? RGB stripe sub-pixel Pentel, arrangement, right? Pentel. No, no, no. No, Pentile. Pentile. Sure? Hey, yeah, for, pe- for anyone who doesn't know these things, this sounds amazing. This is like Rainbow Road. Pentile yeah. is is the original Rift because it yeah. used to, and the, it used the new one has the RGB striping. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's why, although it's a lower resolution than the competition in terms of like Vive Pro and, and others, you still get that very nice clarity. It's it's, it's, it's just, just just saying. It's funny that from from Quest, where we just talked about how fun it is at the start, it's like what PC. It's okay. Let's talk about specs. Here specs. we go. That's, that's, that's what everyone cares. About. I love I love but, this but, transition. But, but, I love it. I love it. It, it is important, but no, no, um, it is of course. Because especially when when we start, because I see people in the chat already asking, can you compare PSVR to Quest? PSVR to like uh, uh, the Rift S. Like when with the Rift S, since they're using RGB striping, are they now also using? Uh, they're still using two subpixels per pixel, right? Uh, so it's three, three subpixels. So they're per using pixel. three subpixels. Yeah. So it's like the PSVR. Yes. Yeah. Okay. In terms of that pixel arrangement. Uh, But yeah, like, you know, a lot of people were concerned about the resolution because it's not a huge jump forward uh, from what we already had on Rift. But it does look way nicer, uh, even though it's not a huge jump. And that's because of this clarity. Mm, Also, because of the the LCD being low persistence, uh, it feels very smooth. And, you know, the the optics are just really nice. And even though it's running at 80 hertz compared to 90 hertz, you don't really notice. And it is still a really great experience. And... You know, having had this now at home, um, I've taken down all my other Rift sensors now. I don't feel like I, I need that anymore. Yeah. So I completely removed my old Rift and the sensors, and I'm going to be using this going forward. Um, because interestingly, when you connect this headset to Steam VR, it shows a Rift with three sensors. So I don't know. It does offer a comparable yeah. experience. So I guess that's why. Um, but, you know, the headset, I would say, is is very comfortable. The new Halo strap is very comfortable. Uh, I'm growing uh, more and more to like it. Uh, and, uh, you know, the face cushion and everything else feels great on my face. So you could wear it for prolonged periods of time without any issues. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the keys key features of this headset, you know, I would say one of the most important features of this headset is the Oculus Insight tracking system. You know, it's got five cameras dotted around the headset that track your movements and hand controllers inside out. So you don't need these external sensors anymore. And from what I've experienced so far in most of the games, it's performed pretty great. There's some edge cases that I'm going to talk about a little bit later that cause a few issues that I do want to test some more. Um, But for the most part, it's a great experience. Also, the latency between the controller movement um, compared to original Rift with sensors, it actually feels slightly faster 
on Rift S than it does on the original Rift, which is a mm. bizarre thing to say. So when you play Beat Saber, for example, yeah. it feels better because there is it feels like there's less latency between your controller movement and it registering in game. Even not like I ever thought it was originally a problem in the Rift, but it is hmm. slightly noticeably quicker. Hmm. Just something I picked up. Um, You're not the only one who's saying that, Mike. I've seen that reported elsewhere with people with Rift S's. So that's good to hear. What, I'm not what, going what, crazy. What could cause that? What is the just the technology built into the headset? I guess. Um, Car you know, is it because they're using the LCD displays now? I, I think it's something to do with the Bluetooth uh, connection between the controller and the headset. They must have improved some something somewhere to make I, it better. I also, also just to mention, is like the top of the line uh, headset. This is like the latest thing. Also, like Lenovo came up with in terms of you know specs. So this is this is the best you can get in let's say the MR lineup because in the end oh, it's yeah. an MR headset, right? So yeah, and that's the thing. Like there was a lot of concerns about Lenovo being involved in this partnership i was one of those people i was like hey do we really want a windows mr <laughs> oculus headset probably not but you know in terms of its inside out tracking capability uh, and ease of setup i would say this has the edge over windows mr of course you know with some windows mr headsets like the odyssey sim mm. racers are still going to prefer that and i understand why because it's got oled panels it's probably better for elite dangerous and and like project cars and games like that but for general um, general games with Steam VR and Oculus, I would say this probably has has the edge. So it depends on your use cases, of course. Uh, but it's way more legit than anyone gave it credit for in the early days. Let's put it that way. Um, it is. It is interesting that we are seeing uh, a shift going to LCD, right? Because yeah, I weird. remember a couple of yeah. I'll, I'll touch about I'll touch upon it because I did some research on it uh, a bit later as well. I'll touch upon it later when we're talking hmm. about another LCD. <laughs> Uh, yeah. That's that. Uh, yeah. But um, it's interesting to see because a couple of years ago, uh, I remember Facebook was saying that the future in VR was OLED. You know, yeah. the deeper blacks. You know, the 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 lower the low persistence that they had back then. Mm. So, mm. yeah, I think the the main benefit is that you know the low persistence of the LCD is is pretty good, and also like to to really see it for yourself. You know, again, you would have to have like the odyssey and this headset side by side to really tell the difference like if you just gave this to a person they're not going to say oh those those blacks aren't quite that black they look a bit gray to me um they're just going to have a great time in the headset and that's the most important thing um however so there are some benefits of course oculus insight is great pass-through mode is great you can enable this anytime you want just by double pressing the home button which is awesome uh ease of setup not having sensors awesome there are some caveats though to this headset and this is where things get a bit more complicated and where it's a bit more difficult to recommend to current Rift owners. It, it's a no-brainer to recommend to VR newcomers. That, that's a given. But for current Rift owners, there are some caveats you need to know and be aware of. The audio of this headset, uh, as it stands, because it runs through the strap, isn't particularly great. It's on par with what's offered on Quest and Go. It's, it's okay, but for me, with a PC VR experience, you want the best possible experience. Um, so. The original headphones on Rift and over-ear headphones, I would definitely recommend. And this is where I was going to say about headphones, because I think any pair of headphones will work well on the Quest. But because this chunky head strap here, it's difficult to get your headphones over this. The, the SteelSeries Arctic headphones I've got don't work with this headset. It just doesn't fit. Whereas the HyperX headset whoa, 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 I use wait, wait, right wait, now... Wait, 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 wait. It doesn't fit. Why doesn't it fit? 
So I shall tell you why. Because it's right, conflict so, with the band. Yeah, I've so, seen so, this before. So, this is the Steel Series. It has no adjustment. It's a fixed design yeah. other than oh, yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. flexible strap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the HyperX, as you can see on my head, I can adjust it by yeah, pulling it in yeah. and out. So to drop it down further past the strap. Yeah, exactly. It, it, was the exa- it was the exact same problem on like convention floors with headsets and the PSVR when it first landed, because yes. you would get this like suspension on the band yes. that wasn't yes. that wasn't comfortable, or it would be like you know funky. You have to drop it down below. So uh, those those parameters are interesting, and, and I'm glad you're mentioning it, Mike, because actually the band on the side. Can you hold up the camera again? Yeah, it's sure. actually quite it's quite thick. Big. Yeah. Very, very so thick. so you're you're let's say what you're saying here is that your uh, headphones need to travel a further distance to get to your ears again so when the headband goes over it then the sides also need to be flexible enough to go closer to your head again because there's way like it's a thick headband exactly so as long as you've got adjustable headphones that can slide in and out to adjust the length Mm -hmm. to adjust it then you should be fine but fixed ones like the arctic steel series they're not just going to work very well um okay so uh the other uh issue i would say that i've found so far is with gun stocks. So I tested this very briefly uh, no. with, with contractors using the force tube. Oh, shit. Good thing is that the controllers fit in the same Oculus Rift cups as before, so you shouldn't need to buy new ones. They fit in there quite snug, which is nice. However, because of... like, You've got to uh, bear in mind, I didn't calibrate this. I just chucked them in where my original Rift was set up for, yeah. and I just tried it. So... The way that the, the the back controller here is so close to the headset, that causes issues anyway, and it's not really advised. So whenever you bring the headset, the, the controller very close to the headset, it loses tracking anyway. So that's one problem. The huh. second problem is that one, pro- one controller is in directly the front of the other one. So one is blocking the other one's tracking capability. Now, Oculus do have some, you know, magic to help that work, but in game, it just doesn't give you the best experience using a gun stock. However, with all that said, that was only with some very quick testing. And I've been talking to ProTube this week yeah. about this issue yeah. uh, because obviously they're aware of it and it's their business to be aware of it. Yeah. Um, and he's giving me some practical advice and guidance on how to reset this up and test it. So I will be testing mm-hmm. it more in, in the future. Stay yeah. tuned for that. But I would just say that if using gun stocks and shooters and competitive play is your bag, maybe this isn't the headset to go for. Yeah, Still, even sense. with you saying that the tracking is slightly better, because that slightly better could make the difference for a competitive experience. In Beat Saber, the latency yeah, that, is less. That's yeah. still not but, the tracking, really. Yeah, those, those those are separate things, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. so I, I would say the tracking for the average user is fine. Even mm. for me, as a, a sort of prosumer on the edge, mm. I think it's fine for me, and I'm happy with the compromises and sacrifices to use it going forward. However, if you're a competitive uh, lone echo player, uh, you know, echo arena player, Mm. when you're grabbing a wall and throwing at the same time, although it will cope pretty well and both uh, Oculus and the developers of lone echo are working hard to come up with a solution that works the best Mm. with this setup, it's not going to be perfect. And I would be surprised if in the future at the, what was it, the ESL and the VR League, I would be surprised if they use the Rift S. I, I, w- I would think mm, moving forward, yeah. even uh, Oculus Connect, the next one, they will still be using the original Rift with external sensors is my 
guess, my opinion. Um, but on the, on the other side, like ESL, yes, like Rift is 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 the go-to. But there's also a little bit of marketing involved there, where they want to push new headsets and kind of promote that. So I do think I do think we are going to see a shift. I don't think like let's say the Oculus Rift is a great headset, but in the long run, it's it's not the newest in the lineup for Oculus to promote. So I, I don't know about that. I like they can't force players maybe to. But on the other side, ESL is partnered with Oculus. They're not yep. using a Vive next to an Index or whatever yep. headsets. It's not a mishmash of headsets. It's just the Oculus only. So Oculus has also a lot to say about ESL and what's get getting used so it, it could think, be the case I but I, I would be surprised that, uh, I do think that a lot of that can also still be software-matic um, resolved both from uh, Oculus side and from a yeah. developer uh, yeah. standpoint but it's like you said Mike it will never be perfect yeah so I think that's my point that's my giveaway is that I think it's a great headset personally I'm going to be move, using it moving forward but if you're a real competitive player or you use gun stocks regularly, just please bear that in mind. Um, if you're a current Rift owner and you want the highest resolution, it's a great little step, but it's not a huge jump. Maybe it's worth waiting so, for. If you're a, v- so if what you're you're a VR saying newcomer, is, then go, go for it. So what you're saying, they should wait for this potential Rift 2. Yeah, yeah, or or maybe get an index. You know, If you're that high-level enthusiast, then... You know, the index has got base station tracking, which we're going to move on to in a bit. Yeah. And that's going to give you the best experience well, uh, better like, than this. Again, if it's not, you, it's if not you... a solution because if you're a competitive player, you when you're going to play competitive matches, you're still going to play on an Oculus device. So you can you can buy yourself an index, but then once you're going to have to play in a competitive yeah, but, match on some kind of tournament. That, that's yeah, when then... you're going to stick with the original Rift until the next but generation that's not even, comes It's almost out. not an option because the carpet's gone out of your feet. I mean, I yeah. noticed this week, and this was a little bit of a shocking thing. I mean, I told you that my I've used my Rift quite a bit. It's gotten to the point now where like the foam in the back the glue has melted and the foam's coming away. Like there's like air gaps on both sides. It's falling <laughs> apart. And this is, I bought a headset straight out the door. I've used yeah. the same one. It's been fine yeah. for me all the way through the journey, but you know, that thing is going to die at some point in the next year, probably because of that fact, some part of the headset, or oh, it's going to have duct tape on it or something, right? There's yeah. going to be other people who play even more than I do. And, you know, I use it as my daily driver, but, they're not going to be able to refresh to that. They've got to choose a different path. And so that makes it really interesting in the ecosystem to have kind of, you can go to S, you can go up to index if you want. Quest isn't really an option for this, but for exactly what you're talking about, Mike, if you're into esports, if you're into shooters with a stock, I'm really curious to hear more about your testing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really am interested in, in the controller occlusion and all those yeah. pieces. Um, but this was actually asked early in the chat, like, does it work? It, you know, and one of the things with with the force tube when you set it up correctly, that kind of gun stock is to get your face really close in because you want to mm. basically rest your cheekbone against the force tube, um, <laughs> just like you would a real gun yeah, and and the butt stock. So, but there was another there was another thing that for competitive gameplay matters, which is cable length because you want to stand in a space, you want to have the ability to pivot. Cable length on the on the S versus the original Rift. Mike, oh yeah, it's much those? longer. Yeah, because it's like uh, it's like fifteen feet uh, okay. long cable, so it's a long, it's much longer than the original Rift cable. Plus, you can extend it, which I have done an extra additional six foot, so twenty-one foot cable in total is what I've got right now, Jeez. which is super long. Run downstairs uh, practically. Yeah, I'm 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 just very interested to see how things are going to shift because 
Oculus announced the fact that they are not restocking the Rift anymore. Now the now the clock is ticking. Now there's a timer that will actually set things in motion. It's true. It's true because you're, you have no option anymore to go back to, to another Rift. Yeah. A new one, I would say. You could still maybe scoop one up, but uh, in the end, this is they're just showing this is our new headset that we're going to support. Mm. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah, so I'll like where where the Quest is a really easy product to recommend. It, it's really easy to recommend. It's kind of difficult to recommend this product to everyone uh, because it doesn't fit, or doesn't tick all the boxes for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. But the uh, Quest is also one of a kind. Let's say if there is ever going to be a There's Quest no Two out there, yeah. then it's kind of like yeah, well, we also have this standalone VR headset that is the same as the Quest. So maybe yeah. you want to, and that's not that's not there yet because it's the first one ever yeah. so yeah but now's the time like if you're gonna if you're gonna go and if you decided but i want to get a rift even if you can't get a new rift the amount of people shunting their used and probably in good quality headsets onto ebay and sites like that now's the time mm. right if you, the longer you wait the longer those prices are gonna start i mean they're it's a dwindling population now so yeah. but I, I think i do have to be clear like for for the for the ninety nine percent of gamers out That'd there that aren't, aren't the competitive players, yeah. don't use gun stocks every day. It's a great headset. <laughs> who uh, are you? My point. Who are, who yeah. are you? But there's one thing I just want to also mention is that I mentioned this previously on a show, and I've mentioned it in some of my videos as well. That I said that the these new touch controllers uh, are going to be the new controllers going forward, of course. But I did say that if you broke your original uh, Rift controllers and you broke them you would need to buy these ones and these would work with the sensors. Now, when I tried to pair these controllers to the original Rift, it didn't work. And when I tried to pair the original controllers to the new headset, that didn't work either. And I've heard from a source that they're not going to be supporting that either. I've reached out for cl cl uh, clarification from Oculus directly to try and find out the definitive answer. I so I hopefully yeah. will be able to let you know next week's show. But I just thought I'd let you know that there's a bit of ambiguity <laughs> ambiguity okay. from what i've said in a previous episode yeah, but there's Listen, only if, if... one option here right oculus support are gonna have to ref you know if you're still in warranty which once again is going to be a shortening window if you're still in warranty and your headset breaks because of headset race they're just gonna have to fund you with new kit and i've already seen evidence of that on reddit reported so mm -hmm. that, that that's got to be their their go-to because they want people on the new equipment anyway it's yeah, easier yeah, for maintenance yeah. and we're, all we're not saying that anyone should break their headsets now <laughs> no, you're, you're gonna be very careful let's say if, if if you're watching right now or you're listening to this podcast and you're looking for a new career Try to buy all these, you know, uh, broken <laughs> and 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 also just just fine either. fine touch controllers, the old ones. Store them in this warehouse and start your business. This is your moment. Like seriously, the longer we we proceed in 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 this whole journey, the more you will see this stuff happen. Where someone's like, "Hey, I still got like five, you know, Rift uh, CV ones, uh, brand new, you know, sealed. You want to buy them? Like they're they're gonna be these these little <laughs> businesses popping up that still sell." <laughs> like yeah. new it sounds like new Star stuff Wars. from back in the days. It definitely <laughs> sounds like Star Wars to me. One of those like junkyards. May the fourth. Yeah. Mike, there is a question junkyard. here, and I, I'm quite keen to to see this side by side between the two sets of controllers. If you do have them there, to be able to show the comparison of one touch controller 1.0 versus 2.0, if you can, uh, if you've yes. got them or an athe. I, I got, I got the. Uh, oh, it's a it's a race. The race is on. Everyone is we yeah. Everyone is going bolting. for it. There's the yeah, new one. We, yes, we, we need the side by side. You got to have both ready. Oh. But on oh Mike one and me one. Mike has one and Rowdy. You can <laughs> share. You can both have so the. There, there you go. There's oh, there the, we go. There's, yeah. there's the original. <laughs> I'll and do it too. The new one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
So that's that's the two side by side. So you can see like the new one has got the inverted tracking ring. The old yeah. one has got it underneath. So that protects your knuckles when you hit the wall. This one doesn't. <laughs> oh yeah, I've heard of people hitting their ceilings with them. Uh, Rowdy, can you show us yours? Just because I think your lighting is slightly better. Okay. Oh yeah. And just back off from the camera a bit. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So so it's it, like it is inverted, like the profile is it's shrunk by a good twenty percent or something. It's lighter as well. Yeah. It's it's about um I can't remember how many grams it was. It was something like a hundred hundred and fifty eight or fifty nine grams was the original. Yeah. And hundred and thirty grams was the new one. Both with batteries in. That's perfect. That's mm. great. Wow. And um if you didn't hear it earlier, the thing that I'm most nervous about on that is still the battery door on the on the controller. I think it's fine if you adjust your grip. Um, and it, it was only Beat Saber I noticed it in because yeah. that's an intense game. So yeah, you know uh, what else I noticed? This is just a little little uh, uh, comparison between my unboxing with the Quest and the Rift S. On the uh, uh, Quest, they have the stickers on the controllers left and right, so you yeah. know which ones you need to hold. And yeah. then on a Rift S, they don't. So right. it shows again that they're trying to aim for different uh, audiences. It, it's uh, funny it's because kind of that's kind of like making. Uh, clear what headsets uh, yeah. have. Uh, so, so I've yeah, kept, the, I've exactly. kept, I've kept the sticker That's on my, my quest ones because then I know which ones are which. <laughs> oh yeah, for oh, pairing yeah. reasons. And yeah. Rowdy's showing yeah, us. They so look exactly the same. One of the questions for our audio listeners was, uh, "What does it take to power it? Is it a rechargeable battery?" And I think it's a single AA, right? Double single A battery. Double a. Yeah, Some and they last a long time, just like the original touch controllers yeah. did. They last like uh, like uh, months. I've I've uh, I've played for hours already and it's still 100%. So yeah. Um so just quickly before we move on to the index then because I want to ask Nathy his opinions because of course you got a Rift S uh, as well right Nathy? Yeah, but um honestly I haven't been playing that much with it because I I like I got so excited over the quest and also for me on the channel we want to make people excited for VR and I think the biggest chance I can really grab at this moment to preach VR is with the quest. And the Rift S, I think next week when like the whole crazy, crazy red race has kind of died down a little bit, I will be spending more time with the Quest or with the with the Rift S. I did set it up and I got to say it's super easy. It's really nice. And also same demo, you know, um, really, really, really uh, cool. But that's about it. So I, I need to spend more time with it. Yeah. Of course, like um, we've all tried the Rift S, you know, even the one. Oh, yeah. No, true. Any, anyway, that's from, also like, true. From, yes. From, 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 Not me. Oh, Oh no, Rowdy hasn't. He wasn't oh, at PAX. No. Sorry, oh, sorry, Rowdy. Right, Jesus. So, so maybe like the three of us can just quickly give. Uh, I, I've given my takeaway on on the Rift S. What about you two? Just quickly before we move on to the index. Uh, Rift S. From your so, experience. and again, mine was an engineering model at PAX, um, uh, which, which I think they they used to get you get rid of them and throw them on the show floor. But um, I felt I felt it was a very comfortable headset, probably the most comfortable headset that I've I've used uh, to date, which is why I'm really excited to have it as my new daily driver. Um, the things that I noticed that weren't so great about it uh, were the color depth. And that's why I'm interested, Mike, if you noticed in the side-by-side -side with the Rift, if the color depth is uh, noticeably um, uh, less saturated than will be, yeah. the original it, Rift. Because you're moving from OLED to LCD. Because that's, be... that's what I noticed, that there was a, a noticeable step into the kind of what I'll call gray zone um, mm. with, that, with that difference. And then the other thing was um, Rift S... You know, on on the on the plus side, let's say, other than being comfortable, uh, the sweet spot, and I thought the God Rays as well were were improved to a degree that made me want to buy a headset, which then I did. So, oh, you pre-ordered one? Yeah. 
Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, I think for consumers, you know, it's a great headset to get, not only because of the headset, because also of the platform, you know, there are so many, so many good games on there. It's a solid platform. Um, so I think for that only is already like a, a good step forward. And then we're not even talking about the hardware yet. Just Oculus Home is, is just, it, it has so many magical experiences you can dive into. Uh, for uh, the VR enthusiast, yeah, well, uh, maybe you should wait this out and see what all these other headsets are going to do that will soon be uh, uh, launched because there is definitely definitely uh, something something going to to happen soon. Uh, the only only negative I can say about the the Rift Rift S for VR enthusiasts is that I thought and that again when I got it here at home when I tried it the field of view i don't know it's kind of it's kind of me looking through this through this window and i didn't even like i'm not someone who first checks that out you know where where it's like okay let's check resolution let's do this let's do that no i put it on i was like it's it's a little small it's it's a little smaller than than the rift i would say because and maybe maybe i'm just crazy because th then we're in this ballpark of like what do you think what do i feel what do i see uh but i i think it is i don't know i just so can't help it there could be a good reason for that because obviously it has a slider adjustment at the I, I tried it like i, oh, I have been yeah of course okay. but i think it's 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 not immersion breaking but let's say if you're a vr enthusiast looking for more field of view yeah i don't know if this is what you want to get but is hey, the, is for the consumers officially less because i thought the specs that i saw was the same they said the, they said slightly more in fact um but, but could it be the it, face it cushion the then kind of uh makes such a difference they're all there's so many be... variables in that like there's literally three three to five variables in what mm -hmm. make that up i've even found it recently when i was just changing my vr cover that i noticed that i was like noticeably yeah. i was like hang on a second i've lost 10 degrees of fov yeah, well, it, here. What it did could, I do? like seriously it could be the face cushion like okay. causing this idea of me having less field of view i think if you if you like that's that's what i know is with vr covers if i use them my field of view increases so it could be the face cushion itself that kind of causes yeah. it but that's what i noticed slight difference what we're talking about here but the rest you know consumers uh, definitely a headset to get. Uh, it's it's super consumer friendly. Awesome. Cool. So that is the Rift S. Now things start getting really juicy. This is this is where we start getting all. all can I cold. can I do can I do my Superman moment here on podcast? Sure, go for it. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's inverted. It yeah. says, "Oh yeah, Evlav." For everyone else, Nathie just did a kind of very quick strip tease yes. and revealed Valve across his chest, which thankfully <laughs> isn't in permanent marker, but is actually a t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> so let's let's talk about the index then, because it was kind of a crazy week for us because obviously uh, Facebook F8 was happening. Uh, you know, Nathie and I were streaming uh, the F8 uh, event. <laughs> And and then all of a sudden, before the event even starts, our chats are going like insane. Like the index information has just dropped. You need to check this out. I thought they were trolling me. I genuinely. didn't believe it for like 20 minutes. It was, was so like, great. I was like, yeah, whatever. Like we'd been waiting for this information forever. It felt like so. Uh, it, but the t but they did. They dropped the, the all the details that we wanted to know about this headset just before Facebook announced their new headsets. And it was just an expert troll move on Valve's behalf. They took a bit of the wind out of, uh, you know, Oculus and Facebook sales, I think, by by doing that. And and both Nathie and I, 
being in VR enthusiasts, couldn't help ourselves but show all the specs and talk about it on stream as well because we were both so excited. So, you know, what, what they wanted, they achieved uh, in that sense. It's kind right, of a two-way street, though, isn't it? Like, I, I thought, I was like, oh, this is this is them coming in to disrupt. But also at the same time, with that price tag, which we'll talk about in a minute, yeah. it floods people the other way because it's like, oh, well, feck it, with that price, I'm just going to go buy this then. You know, yeah. it's like, it, it, it kind of is a double-edged sword for them. So that that's why I was a little bit surprised. I'm sure it did end up, you know, generating I, I, I think, more sales. I think, I think by them dropping the news around the time did impact it, but not as big as you think it did because mm -hmm. in the end... Uh, as we said, the Quest and also the Rift S are mainly for uh, for new consumers looking for a headset. Well, Valve already said this for for a while now that the the Index or whatever name they had before um, was actually for the high-end users. Prosumer. So th these are two different markets we're talking about. But yeah, of course, it can disrupt a little bit because there is so much news going around another headset where people are like, hey, wait, so I wanted to get a Quest, but what is this? And then they start to go deeper into this rabbit hole of headsets and stuff. But what I like about it is it makes it very exciting and interesting for us being involved in the industry and also those watching from the sidelines. It's almost like watching two wrestlers get into the ring so and they've got these personas that are duking <laughs> it out. And it's like the pre, you know, before and they start fighting, it's the it's the beef that goes on between them that's really cool. It, 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 yeah. I mean, it all started with this IPD adjustment yeah, exactly. advertisement yeah. where everyone's like, hmm, is this, is this Valve kind of hinting towards an Oculus like or Facebook? We want to compete. And now again, with this too it's like it's not random it's like them like hey let's uh, do it right before f8 and uh here we go again so and it's it's such a powerful marketing tool where valve doesn't doesn't need to make noise themselves they just leak it and then the community does it for them and oculus is like they really need to do their own marketing in a way like valve has such a different strategy to it the community mm -hmm. just makes makes the noise that's it's it's also do. because the the products they that they release from pretty much everything that they've released so far, uh, software and uh, hardware wise, they're they're they often like at the front of like disruptive technology. Mm. This headset again, it's it's disrupting technology in the VR world <laughs> as well because uh, I'm sure Mike will go over the specs in a moment, but uh, it's it's quite impressive. You know? mm. Yeah, so it goes absolutely. Around. Yeah, without doubt. And let's move on straight onto the specs then, because <laughs> you know this headset has two uh, ultra low persistence, sixteen hundred by fourteen forty pixels per eye LCD panels. Like we mentioned earlier, you know it's using LCD technology, same as Rift S, uh, because of the low persistence and the RGB uh, stripe sub pixel arrangement makes it look very clear in the headset. Not that any of us have tried it, by the way, but you know obviously we know what these uh, LCD panels could look like, and. When you compare this resolution as well to Rift S, it's a significant uh, jump up, so it's going to look even better. Um, yeah. And then uh, when we talk about the field of view of this headset, you know, you mentioned with the Rift S, Nathy, that you know you felt that it was slightly uh, confined, but with this headset, they're touting that it's twenty degrees more than what Vive was offering with their headset, so that would work out around one hundred and thirty degrees field of view, which, uh, to put it comparatively to what Pimax is offering. Uh, Pimax offered a headset that offered 170 on its higher setting, but its lower setting was around 130, 135. So it's comparable to the field of view of the Pimax on its lower setting, but still a step up from what we're used to. But numbers aside, right? Me hearing Norm from Tested go on about how he doesn't want to step back from the additional field of view was enough for me to just get mouthwatering like, 
desire for this piece of equipment. I mean, that, mm -hmm. that was it. it was, I just needed to hear that. You hear it from a trusted source and it's like, I need to put my head in this thing. And that mm -hmm. doesn't happen that often. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, exactly. And the, the interesting thing is that the resolution of this headset, um, you know, isn't significantly wider or anything like that. They've, they've used a lot of uh, special tricks, like they've stacked the lenses. So you've got two Fresnel lenses stacked on top of each other. And also this is really interesting as well. They're not uh, perpendicular to your eyes. Right. They're actually canted slightly yeah. five degrees five, yeah. outwards. Huh. Um, yeah. So that using those two tricks must increase uh, the field of view. But also I did notice in, in the tested video that Norm said that the lenses are very close to your eyes, like, you know, bring them very close. Um, so it might be an issue for glasses. Like in your, almost in your eyeballs, he said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll know. Obviously, Norm reminds, reminds me of well. my DK one where my lenses were like in my eyeballs. It feels nice to have them in your eye, like having your eyeballs, but it's not. Uh, the, <laughs> yeah. Well, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Let's not go into this, uh, you know, satisfying eyeball. Uh, if we if we say that the, the Rift S is like a, a 1.5, you know, generation 1.5, would you guys consider the, the, the index now to be next generation officially? This is the hallmark. With, with, you know? with those with those controllers? Totally. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I haven't tried it yet. I'm going to call it 1.75 until I've tried it. <laughs> okay. I had the same enough. impressions in. Um, yeah, 1.75. 1.75, I was a little bit on the edge of but there are parts of it that I do think that are next generation, including... Uh, the controllers. I do think that the controllers are next gen, and I also think that the the screen that they're that they're they're boosting is uh, is pretty much. Uh, There's only next one gen. feature on this headset that is properly next gen, and that is the frunk. <laughs> <Yeah>. Before <laughs> before we get onto the frunk, though, more there specs. is something. There is something we have else. More specs, that, right? But there Tell is something me. else that I think is legitimately next next gen uh, that we haven't mentioned. Oh, yet. Oh, sorry. Yes, I know. Yeah, I agree. That is the refresh rate because this is the first thing. This is the first headset we've ever seen in the VR industry that pushes the frame rate of the headset or the refresh rate, I should say, of the headset beyond 90 hertz. Uh, this headset is capable of running at 80, 90, 120, and in experimental mode, 144 hertz. Yes, now, this is where it gets super interesting. And I'm, I'm super intrigued about what this looks like in practical terms because, you know, I'm I'm used to 72 hertz on the Quest, uh, 80 hertz on the Rift S, 90 on, you know, uh, Vive and the original Rift, but we've never experienced a higher refresh rate than that. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, it's funny because we talked about it yeah, you, Rowdy. not that long ago. Like, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> they knew, they, they saw. They, they knew, they knew. But actually, uh, the, the, I'm glad you actually mentioned it because I did some, some research this week as well and I, I reached out to some people on online uh because the, the the true reason why i'm saying that display that this display is really next generation is actually more because of the the low persistence that they low managed to, to reach with yeah. this rather than the refresh rate both are a bit linked to each other but i reached out to uh, the guy from uh, Blurbusters, and I, I i briefly like checked if you guys knew him but he's the one who originally because i looked up the article he originally worked for oculus uh, on a contract base because back in the days the early days of the of the kickstarter oculus had a tremendous problem which if they looked to the left and the right you had enormous amount of blow, motion blur just because they they used well i don't know which display they used but when you when you move over an image you get a motion blur just like we we talked about in that podcast yeah. and Paul Malucky actually found this guy online who was like promoting like kind of how to deal with motion blur and how to how to deal with that. It's actually it's not his name is Mark Reshon, uh, and he is the one who originally introduced the idea of low persistence 
to Oculus before Pimax, before oh. HC Vive. He is the one who originally on a contract base before Carmack, before everyone who actually introduced that concept. So he's a, he know if there's anyone who knows what he's doing, it's him. So I reached out to him on Twitter and I said, I actually asked him, I would love to hear your take on the new Valve Index displays. They claim an ultra low persistence having a reduced illumination period of 0 0.330 milliseconds up to 0 0.53 milliseconds combined with a refresh rate of 120 hertz. Uh, what do you think of this? And he said that he's very glad that there's now a sub one, milli, uh, one millisecond persistence uh, because that is also something that is very much needed because there's some kind of like a vicious circle going there because the higher resolution that you have, the easier it becomes to see motion blur. So that's already one thing. If we increase the resolution, yeah. we will notice motion blur um, more. Also, when you're using a wider field of view, the motion on screen will be longer, which means again, you'll be e it will be easier to see motion blur. And this means that the VR displays put very, very high pressure on a high resolution and a wide uh, field of view innovation, but that also needs that very uh, low uh, one milliseconds persistence. I also asked him, um, how do you think that they did it? Because I found it strange that they're all moving from OLED to LCD since mm. they used to say like OLED, better colors, you know, better blacks, better saturation levels. Uh, but everyone is using LCD now. Well, it, it seems like the, the move is going to LCD. And that is indeed because of recent developments in LCD displays where they use, well, LCD basically was with strobing lights. So they have a backlight that is back projection. Yep. Um, and they say in order to get low persistence there, what they need to do is the gray to gray pixel response time needs to be hidden in the blanking interval. So yep. the, the when it goes off, the display mm. that's where you actually need to to hide that gray to gray pixel response time and if you can do that then that is pretty much the hard part done because then you will have limitless motion clarity that is only limited by the flash length of the backlight which then is 0 0.25 milliseconds persistence for a 0 0.25 milliseconds flash which is roughly uh the persistence that uh, that valve is achieving oh. so they're getting that that top-notch resolution uh, the top-notch technology of their backlight strobing the the greater gray pixel response time um he posted a lot of articles on my twitter i'm I, i'm not gonna <laughs> read all of them but it's very interesting stuff okay. so, if, so if there are people interested in, in learning more about this they need to check out uh, blurbusters.com it's a lot of valuable information on there so so can you also sum this up in monkey language that was that this was that, monkey that was language, that was the easiest you could Okay. That was, uh, Fair enough, I appreciate the, the explanation. It's very interesting. So sure. basically, in monkey language, it's going to look better. Okay. <laughs> That's what I said. Hey. I said that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Now, oh, now better. I know. Now I know. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> let, let's just quick, quick, quickly continue on before we get onto the pricing, because that's where things get quite interesting as well. Um, but this headset does feature mechanical IPD adjustment. It will accommodate IPDs between 58 and 70, 70 millimeters. Uh, they have built-in off-ear headphones. So they're not on-ear headphones like the original Rift. They're off-ear headphones, which is kind of an interesting design. Um, like speakers, so in a way. They're like speakers, but they're just like a, like a few centimeters away from your ears. So, so, so like two speakers taped onto your head. Basically, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what they sound like. Uh, it's got two front-facing cameras. Uh, they're not for tracking. We know that because it uses the base station tracking technology. Uh, but they are two full-color pass-through cameras. So like we've seen on uh, Quest and Rift yeah. S, they're black and white. This is going to be full-color pass-through. Interesting to see if it's going to be stereoscopic, uh, but we'll find out when it releases. 
Um, like Zim touched on earlier, the front cutout, we finally know what it is. It's called the frunk, uh, the frunk. which is which is like from Tesla. Is yeah. that right, Nathy? Yeah. You're yeah. a Tesla fan? Elon Musk approves. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of like a, an, uh, an open thing where there's no real accessory for it, official accessory. It's for modders and tweakers to make their own accessory for it. Uh, what we've seen so far is like what we hinted at on a previous episode of the show was that they're going to use like a um, little LED panel uh, to to do some basic um, sort of like, you know, showing icons and, and little logos and you stuff like that. You can become the Knight Rider. Yeah, because like, you know, the front glass is opaque, so you can see the LEDs behind it, which is kind of cool. Um, it does come with a five meter cable. Um, so same sort of length as the Rift S, uh, but it does have a, a one meter breakout cable after that as well, which you need to plug in DisplayPort. USB and power. Uh, they will be shipping with Steam VR 2.0 base stations, so an improvement over the originals, and of course the Valve Knuckles controllers, which we've talked about a lot previously on the show, and we've kind of compared them earlier when we talked about the Pimax ones. So let's get on to the price, because this is the one thing out of everything uh, that really shocked me, because mm. we we had a bit of a roundtable guess on the price on a previous episode of the show. I think I guessed around about 800 US dollars, I thought, for the whole bundle. <laughs> Can you guys remember what you, you were? You I think you were more at the six point, Mike. But six seven. Yeah, uh, but but basically, you know, it, it's going to be a thousand bucks for the complete bundle, um, which of course includes the headset, base stations, controllers, stands for those base stations. Um, you know, it's going to be everything you need to get into VR. But a thousand bucks—it's a pretty steep. What did you guys think yeah. of the price when you first heard it? It was bang on. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I called it. It's just inflation, you know. Someone someone did a trajectory of uh, of the of the previous headset prices, uh, you know, all in price, and it's actually not far off. It's really not. It's about a hundred bucks different to the original vibe if you if you you know do the do the calculations for it. So I wasn't surprised at that. For what they're selling, it's still a lot of money. And although mm-hmm. I was going to buy the index when I added all the bits up, I was like, I can't spend two grand on headsets. And uh, have the same Vive problem I had back in the day with the CV1. Two PCVR headsets in one house just doesn't make sense to the average consumer. So you have to pick uh, one to go with, unfortunately. If you, if you like, let's say if you have to completely buy everything, it's 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 such a high price. But if you still own a Vive and you have base stations, you yeah. have the Vive, you have the controllers you don't have to buy everything you could say like hmm i want a new headset or hey hmm, i want to have the controllers so them actually making everything available separately is a good step still expensive of course but then you can at least decide to first buy this and then maybe buy something later uh uh, so you you have the option to not buy instantly but just kind of upgrade along the way and on nathie's point one of the things i was wondering because we were talking about controllers before if you first day that you get your, your Rift S, your Quest out of the box, and you punch a wall, you break your controller, are they selling extra controllers? I did not see that on the store. So I wonder how long we're going to have to wait. Because they made that mistake with CV1 originally. I say mistake because it is a foreseeable thing that someone's going to need a replacement. Why can't I buy them separate? And straight out the door, obviously, Valve is letting you do that as strategically mm. and it's backwards compatible with all the bits. So you can kind of step into it, which makes it really nice. Yeah. And I saw, when I saw the price, I had to check if the symbol was for Indian rupee or Euro. <laughs> 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 oh, that's a funny one. So yeah. out, out of the group, 
Uh, Zim, you said you didn't pre-order one. No. Uh, Nathan, did, did you pre-order one? My my wallet is crying at the moment, so yes. It is. He's it, crying. I uh, like at this. Like I can tell you, like we were sitting, sound. we were sitting downstairs, and David was going to pre-order it for me because uh, we were so busy that I said, like, listen, you just gotta sit behind the computer and pre-order it for me. It's very important. And then the moment this countdown hit. Of course, the whole website went down. It's the summer sale all over again. Um, and it was like complete like chaos, like where it's like, oh, check upstairs. And then we finally went to the payment, but then it got stuck and stuff like that. So we were completely, because if you were one of the first ones to to buy one, then you also get it. Well, that's what we all think earlier. <laughs> and um, well, in the end, it, it took us maybe six, seven minutes to buy one. But I was very, yeah, I was like genuine, like genuinely excited to buy one. Although it's a lot of money, um, it's still, plus I, I am blessed to also get a lot of headsets for free, like the Quest and the Rift S. I don't need to buy them. So it's 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 great to be able to buy this and show it off later on the on our YouTube channels, right? Yeah. So, so in terms of uh, which, which did you go for, the full bundle? Yeah, everything. Because okay. I, like, of course, everyone wants to see everything yeah. usually. So that's why I bought yeah. everything. If I personally had to make a choice, I might have just went a little bit below that that package because yeah. Fair enough. Uh, what about you, Rowdy? Were you interested in pre-ordering? No, I didn't pre-order. Okay. And and what was your sort of justification for that? Just because you're uh, not interested well, I mean, or you'd rather for, spend- First of all, like, um, it's an expensive headset. You yep. can't you can't go around that. It's a very expensive headset. And second, since the majority of the VR content that I purchase for the channel, you know, not really that much personal use. Um, I don't, and I have a gaming channel. You know, I do gaming. The content on it will not be different whether I show no. it on the on the Rift or the Vive or the or the. Um, or the index so from that if i would buy an index it would solely be for my own uh, benefit benefit so and i still need to buy a new graphics card i still need to buy a new laptop uh, yeah other expenses that i need to do so the those things currently have priority i did i did put like a reservation but like a day later or something so it's like in september and then i was like oh great in september i might have money you know (laughs) but i mean what rowdy says here makes sense because in the end like Mike and I are doing it full time. There is mm-hmm. like there is no question when it gets announced if we're gonna buy it or not. You just buy it. That's it. If if you are interested in 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 that headset or not, you just buy it because it's it's a part of of the VR adventure. So yeah, that, totally that's like, usually that, that's that's kind of like the big difference here. That I might, Rowdy I might doesn't need to buy it. Yeah. He doesn't I, have I to. I might still get the knuckles because I I'm thinking that the the kind of like experience that they deliver might just stop the ones that i that i have so yeah that, that might be a, a purchase still even i was i was teetering there because and i've had that unfortunate cycle yet. uh those who don't know i had original pair of revive controllers and then we had an accident and one of them died so i had to buy another set which was another 260 quid that's a, that's a lot of money for a pair of controllers like that's what you pay for a console and um looking at these i could just like it was the same kind of echo in my brain i'm like i can't spend 270 quid on just a pair of controllers Mm -hmm. that i've never tried i just can't you know um even though i think it's a really cool thing and i I wasn't expecting them to be completely compatible Um, Mm -hmm. i think that that's a really nice feature Um, Mm -hmm. but the fact that whatever gets developed for the index will have at least some backwards compatibility yes for for now Mm -hmm. right from the from from what valve have said that doesn't mean third parties are going to necessarily keep 
compatibility and that you're going to be able to play all software that's going forward in the future on, you know, older Vive equipment, that's not necessarily true. I can wait is where listen, I Listen, listen, Zim, have you heard about the Sword Controllers Plus? Oh, Labo <laughs> VR, you can build your own controllers out of cardboard, okay? But I mean, there's just, so the thing is now, there like, are options. like what Rowdy said is really true. Um, one of the things when you're a content creator in particular is deciding where you're putting your money and where the impact is going. Like if you go, like Quest is an obvious one because it's a new way of gaming and that's so easy. And it's a whole new way of, of broadcasting to people. So for streaming purposes, uh, like I'm on a 1080 and it's like, do I want to go for a new CPU, new graphics card, new headset all together? I mean, I'm going to pay probably two grand for that alone, even mm -hmm. if I go in. So the investment is not just the ticket price. It's the price of the headset. It's the price of the software and the hardware that you have to kind of upscale so that you have, let's say, 30% breathing room in your PC to encode and actually share that experience. You mm -hmm. know, so that, and Rowdy, you run two PCs. I mean, you'd have to probably upscale as well, as well even even though you're, you know, balancing mm -hmm. between. Yeah, so, so talking about that, like talking about specs, because I mean, this is a beefy, beefy headset. Uh, so what, what does it need to run on a minimum or recommended? But to be honest, was... for me, like I, I, yeah, I talked look. about that to some people. I don't know if you have direct information on that, Mike, but there were people saying that uh, I think a, 10, a 1070 yeah, would be... It's quite, a... it's quite low. I think a 1080, was, 1080 or 1070, it was something around there. Well, qu quite yeah, low, yeah. sorry. Yeah, quite low, but not everyone owns a 1070. No, no but the 1070, I still think, is a, is a fairly high-end uh, yeah, graphics well, I, card. I, I but agree. at the same time, um, you will never be able to hit 120 frames per second unless they're doing some kind of valve magic that we don't know of uh, <laughs> on a, a 1070 uh, headset with increased resolution, increased field of view, and an uh, increased uh, uh, frame rate. Yeah, I, so, I don't see that happening. So just to confirm, minimum specs are uh, a Windows 10 PC, obviously, 8 gigabytes of RAM, a GTX 970. The, recommend, the recommended exactly. is, like you said, a GTX 1070. Yeah. Uh, but like you say, really, if you're going to be pushing like 120 or 144 <laughs> oh, hertz, you're going to want like... You know, a really high end card like a 2080, yeah. 2080 Ti, 1080 Ti. There's a thing we don't know. You don't know what they're doing with this headset. Like, they, if, they, if they're pushing these kind of frame rates, yeah. then there must be some, something going on, right? If they're saying recommended 1070. But because... that's, the, that's the point. You're, you're, not only is it higher resolution, it's a wider field of view and a higher refresh rate. You're going to need a beefy card for that. There's, there's no magic that can, there is that no can magic, defy yeah. science. Future no. gen GPUs yeah. are welcome. Please, NVIDIA, if you're watching, can you please announce a few new ones? Yeah. Because Index is coming soon. We got next gen headsets now. <laughs> can you make we a few? Next gen graphic cards. Yeah, please, just, but, just make it. It's not that hard, right? Just make a couple of GPUs, please. But the GPUs <laughs> that have already been laid as a foundation, the 20 series, those all include in it the whole kind of machine learning AI cores and that. As that improves and as software is is tapping into that, you don't necessarily need to up your G, your core GPU on the card. Like that's one of the whole points about the 20 series graphics cards, and that's the magic behind it. Mm. So I'm looking forward to seeing what headroom that gives us on that on that set of cards. I just don't have a 20 series yet myself. Yeah. So. So just quickly, just to dive into the prices, because like uh, yeah. you know, you guys said, you can buy all these things a la carte. So you can buy the headset itself uh, for four hundred and ninety nine US dollars on its own. Yeah. The controllers on their own are two hundred and seventy nine US dollars. Base stations are one hundred and forty nine US dollars. And then there's a couple of um, additional accessories you can buy. One is a, a additional face gasket, so like a replacement facial interface. Yeah. That's thirty nine ninety nine US dollars. And then interestingly, virtual link adapter. 
for 39 99 us yep. dollars yep. so um i went for the full bundle just like nathy did i was you know smashing f5 uh just as they went live i had exactly the same problems that nathy had with uh getting to check out at the store there was all sorts of problems the did you also was... spill cola over yourself while trying to pre-order <laughs> I, I, I wasn't that hyped okay almost though almost but i do know like a friend of ours uh Tyrell wood he tried oh, to yes. pre-order as well and it just completely declined his order um, and it and was sold out so quickly too. Like if you if, if it didn't minutes. work, you were like almost too late. In Europe, it took a little longer, but the US mm -hmm. was like extremely fast. And that's why I'm so happy they had different places to to yeah. order from. You're, you're totally right because yeah. um, you know it went live uh, 6 p.m. UK time on the 1st of May, um, and the delivery date for that pre-order was the 28th of June. That got sold out within the first like few hours. And then it got pushed back to the 31st of August. So if you pre-order one now, you can't even pre-order now. You just reserve one, basically. It wasn't even, it wasn't to, even hours. Sure. It was it was like 36 minutes, Mike, in the first right. run. It was, I, it was I did, I did hear that Valve had a, a uh, let's say, not an extremely large stock of these, these headsets uh, laying around. They were kind of also testing the waters. So mm. by, by being it like completely sold out, you don't even know how much they had. <laughs> if you have like 10 of these headsets it's like whoa it sells out so quickly bam nice we but actually have, uh, we have drum drumsy vive on um twitch saying that uh he did order one but 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 because of site issues he ended up having to buy all three components separately and pay oh, yeah. 77 dollars more oh dude <laughs> oh shit well yeah, at least he got works. it you know yeah true to get it um, on launch day yeah yeah. So, um, so yeah, I did manage to get my pre-order in. I also pre-ordered the virtual link connector because I've got uh, a 2080 Ti uh, with the virtual link port. I thought it would be nice to check that out because uh, mm. the interesting thing is the cable says that it converts uh, DisplayPort USB to virtual link. So it'll be interesting to see if that's also compatible with the Rift S because that uses DisplayPort yeah, and USB be. as well. So I'll, I'll test that out for you guys and girls. Um, but yeah, let us know as well if you'd pre-ordered in the chat and uh, yeah. if you was managed to get in there quick or if you had any problems. Yeah, so um, um, some people say in the chat that some of them were not able to buy it straight away because of these issues. Valve apologized in an email saying that in the end they, they get invited to order it again next week mm -hmm. and still get it on uh, release. Yeah. Um, That's very kind. So one of the things, of course, like we've said, it's an expensive headset, you know, I appreciate that. So I did clear out a lot of old stuff uh, to make room for it. You know, obviously we've got the Rift S and the Quest now, which thankfully Oculus sent for free. Um, but, you know, I did get rid of the Vive Pro. I did get rid of my Pimax. That's on eBay right now. Uh, I've decided... Wait, wait, can we have your signature on there? If you want it, and sure. Then, and then, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. And, 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 and just, just to confirm, the only reason why I'm selling the, the Pimax is not just because of the Valve Index. It's just because I couldn't really use that headset because of the comfort. Uh, I mentioned it on a previous episode of the show because I have a really low IPD, about yeah. 58 to 60. Um, the lens, your the nose, lens is a, yeah, your nose. The lenses of the Pimax oh. sit on my nose. so It's, it's could, lucky you still have your nose with, uh, with the Pimax. Exactly. Uh, just, fall, just fall off. Yeah. Um, but the big thing, obviously, uh, alongside the, the hype around the hardware uh, that we still don't know is, of course, the first party games from Valve, which I'm really surprised about. I I'm super surprised mm. they didn't announce a, a game alongside the but headset. The, the, the platform would sold the headset. I'm not, yeah, I'm not surprised because think about that. I mean, you're just going to end up with a bunch of people really pissed off that they can't get a headset. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, if they were truly testing the waters, as Rowdy was saying, what you do is you you do that release and then you wait whatever it is months you have your 
your your warehouse is stock full and you're ready for the big release and and then you open the gates so yeah. i'm not surprised but okay. i am disappointed yeah but yeah but in general we don't know much about the platform because these three games uh, are are still having to be announced but there must be more too because mm-hmm. after those uh, three games you played on your valve index what you're gonna do <laughs> there must be all, more. You can play all Steam games with this. Yeah, as but well. you want to. Yeah, but you want to use those, 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 those that 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 satisfying finger trick. Oh, yeah. I got. I so. gotta say though, the amount of people who said to me, "Oh, I just bought an Index," and it's like, "Oh, why'd you buy an Index?" It's like, "Cause I saw the Boneworks trailer." You know, yeah. and so many <laughs> yeah. people. And that, we, we said it before. Oh, that's all you need. You just yeah. need to the see controllers. The controllers trailer. sell this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and it's now so maybe cool. also the headset itself. Now all the specs are out there. But yeah, as I said in last week's show about, you know, the, the platform, they really need to have uh, more going on than those three games, especially if they want you to, to, to stay on Steam. Um, and hopefully Epic Games is not going to buy all the VR games soon. So, so just to round They don't it have up. a VR uh, platform yet, right? No. No, they don't. No. no. Um, so okay. just to round up, uh, we know that Cloudhead are obviously working on something. I think yes. it's a rock, paper, scissor sort of portal-esque experience from what I've seen so far and heard. Uh, obviously, Stress Level Zero are making Boneworks. And then then Valve will be announcing whatever they're releasing, uh, and it will be coming by the end of the year, apparently. Um, so we'll have to f- wait and find out. But so, gen- genuinely hyped for the for the to, index, for sure. To put, to put so. ex- like I'm going to put some pressure on Zim, not that I'm trying to convert you in any way. But let's say if they announce something with Left 4 Dead, okay, just just imagine, just imagine for a second, and you, like you just said, like I'm not gonna get it, and I I totally feel but you, okay. It would but only work then. It would only be compatible with what the, would, with the Valve Index. Yeah, but what like if you can get the full experience with the Valve Index with Left 4 Dead, it's the best you can go for. If you're a real fan of a game, <laughs> you're going for the best of the best. You're not gonna go for half baked. No, you're gonna go for the ultimate. <laughs> experience what would happen in household zim Not, at that moment i probably zim would be single the first thing that i'm thinking about is my wife karen because uh we played left for dead the first one the second one together you know that that is a teamwork game and having his and her pc side by side doing that it scares me to think the price i would need to pay for two PCs with that spec, with that headset, you, and inevitably having to stream the whole fucking goddamn thing, <laughs> I I just you know all I can say is please Valve have mercy, wait at least six months because <laughs> that's I don't think I could I don't think I could stomach it. I mean I, what I would probably end up doing, you know, being as wise as I can, is I would probably try it on current hardware just to yep. see what that was like. Yeah. Um, and then look to upgrade. Like I've always been a bit of a I'm generally slower uh, than most people, you know, move. And it's probably from my time in the banking industry because you know, you don't, you don't leap first generally, uh, generally speaking, that's what I would do. I, I would test down existing equipment um, on both sides of the table and then determine there, you know, I, I'd probably fly to someone's house, probably one of yours and try it out uh, because for the price of the ticket, it'd be worth it to then, you know, to then just, Maybe uh, maybe we see these also way. pop up in arcades. Who knows? I doubt it. With that equipment price, you think so? Well, just like this special dark rumor. It's like, hey, you want to pay a more expensive <laughs> ticket? Hey, you want to get into this PC Master Race boot right now? Okay. <laughs> Go dark give room. it a try. Dark room and finger presence. Let's not. Anyway. But just mm. to reiterate, and you made a valid point there, Zim, is that 
whatever comes out on index is going to be backwards compatible with all the other vr headsets currently available on the yeah. market so if, yeah. you, if you're just interested in the the games and you're not too fussed about the the new index knuckles then you can just skip over it and just try the game index, the index controllers yes i'm going to call them knuckles forever <laughs> um right so that is the end of the show uh we've rambled on for like almost two and a half hours we're just so hyped about all this hardware did, did you, you already ask to to uh, let people slam a like on this uh podcast you just did so you uh, took okay. the words out of my mouth. Nice. Um, there we go. <laughs> but if you've got any questions, now's a great time why I just recap the show times. Uh, so if you've got any questions about any of the headsets we've talked about today, Quest, Rift S, or Index, ask now or forever hold your peace. So just a reminder, this is a weekly VR, AR, and MR talk show, live streamed every Saturday on YouTube, Facebook, and on Twitch. Tune into the show live at 7 p.m. in Europe, 6 p.m. in the UK, and 12 midday in Central US. Also, check out the audio version, which is awesome, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Anchor. And if you enjoy the show, slam a like and subscribe to the channel. Okay. We, got a great, we got a great question. Speaking of Knuckles, who's hyped for the new Sonic redesign? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know how they're going to pull that off, though, because oh. that is such a massive amount of work. Uh, but I'm intrigued. So wait, wait, wait. For for those who don't know, all I've seen is I've seen some pictures of a creepy feckin' looking (laughs) version of Sonic (laughs) that looks like he's like a child molester or something. I don't know. He doesn't look trustworthy. Um, What's happening? So we're going to redesign him. Should should I bring another fact to you? Um, Imagine Jim Carrey playing Dr. Ackman. I thought Mike was going to do it, but in the end, they took Jim Carrey. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still. I, I still doubt that that's going to. Uh, you know, Mike is. You know, uh, good actor. Well, well top three true. games says Campo. So I guess that's a question. So so far from your experience thus far on uh, Quest, let's say top three mm. games. Ping pong. <laughs> uh, so Raw Fury. Ping or, pong. No, what was it called? Space Fury. Pirate Trainer. Face your fears. Okay. Uh, Beat Saber, huh? Shadow Point, and Face Your Fears. Number one. Yeah. Face Your Fears is number one. It's it's freaking awesome. I love it. Uh, yeah, I haven't played that much, but let's say uh, right now number one first steps. If if I can actually count that yeah. one, uh, Journey of the Gods. Yeah, haven't tried that one. Three. Uh, yeah, Beat Saber as well. I mean, it's still an impressive title even after a year. Uh, it's still course, uh, yeah. such a such an awesome uh, awesome title. Another one we have here is uh, this is for Mike about Rift S. Would like to hear Mike's view on the Rift S tracking jitter. And this person has uh, read this on upload their their website. So um, did you do you have anything to to say about that? Um, I've not noticed any tracking jitter. Um, it is something that I did experience previously on Rift before I had three sensors. Um, but I haven't experienced it on the Rift S yet. Um, and that's why I think it's super solid. And that's why I think they've done an amazing job with the Insight system. Uh, and that's why I think it will be great for the 95% of the general population out there that want to try it. Um, but I, what, I want, what I'm super intrigued about, uh, going back to the quest quickly, is when are we going to see Nathy play Face Your Fears 2? That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to like, his head strap. Honestly, after... Oh, yeah, I also still need to do that. Um, but, hey... Um, Talking about Face Your Fears, I am considering it, okay? I am considering it. <laughs> and David has to like... talk to me about making a sandwich with the head strap on there with all kinds. Of... He, he is, like, totally enjoying this whole meme. Oh, I bet he So uh, I, that, that's still going to happen. 
hopefully here on stream because Can't live wait. is way more fun than anything else. <laughs> yeah. But so, uh, so yeah. when do, when do we do this? When do when do we have you eating this head strap yeah, live? Is this going to be like when when the quest launches and Arizona Sunshine isn't on the store, or can we do that? We, yeah, sure. That that's something. Then you give me more time. So yeah, okay. sure. Prepare your digestive system. You know, consult I'm, your I'm, doctor. <laughs> I'm still like everyone still thinks I'm crazy, but you know, it, well, the moment will happen where I was like, well, this this dude with his sign up in the air, you know, outside. Uh, saying hey uh, arizona's coming on on quest will you know well, well there was that guy from the uh the quest subreddit that ate a sock and he got a free quest yeah, out of it so that's who, true who knows what could happen if you yeah, eat a quest head strap you know yeah maybe that you get like a valve index probably maybe one final maybe. thing i was going to mention because it's going to involve a lot of creators uh tomorrow we're going to be doing some serious sam 3 uh people like uh, paradise dkvr gamer dude a bunch of other people are doing uh, a, a kind of a on mass serious sam 3 gameplay uh it'll be tomorrow evening you can check me on twitter which is zimtalk5 and i'll let you know when we're going live it's about nice. 8, p 8 p.m uk but i think that's going to be pretty nuts it's been cool to see it from everybody's different viewpoints so yeah maybe nice. we should drop zim's uh, uh twitch uh, account in the chat as well so yeah. you don't miss it Go out ahead, yeah i'll do it um, so yeah, that is this week's show. We've covered so much in this week's show. So uh, we hope a historical you... week, by the it, way, it, it a, is a, a, a big step for virtual reality in general. Exciting time, seriously. It's an honor to yes. to be among everyone else here, sharing, celebrating VR slowly becoming mainstream. It's happening. It's gonna happen. It's gonna Absolutely. happen. Ooh. incredibly exciting time to I'm be sorry alive to sweat now the, i want to hear the stories space. of where you catch quest in the in the wild uh when you weren't expecting it to be there but be at a doctor's office on a bus somewhere i want to hear from you guys in the next couple of weeks uh in chat nice one nice one <laughs> so uh yeah thanks for joining us on this week's show we hope you have a great week in vr we'll be back next week as always so tune in then and uh yeah bye-bye for now take care bye see bye -bye. you bye